people. It is our favourite day on this show. It is Friday and it's Friday the 26th of August, Bank Holiday Weekend. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favourite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. I am one of your hosts, my own royalty. It's your boy, Big Man Use, the voice of reason, the oracle, Mr. Rotation. So we're back. All came back. That's right. <laughs> and they call me E-Man, the pro-black activist, TDA producer and news analyst, Melanin Jampa. That's right. That is right. You guys know the drill by now. Three simple things. Like the video you're watching. Subscribe to our channel. Let's keep growing. I haven't even been checking our challenge of 3K um, subscribers. Let me, let me have a quick look. Okay, we're nearly there. Halfway there. You guys can definitely <laughs> do better than that. <laughs> um, yeah, so like the video. Subscribe to our channel. Join the New Black Network, which is how you do that. Tap into your browser, community.thenewblack.com. And all week we've been saying we've got updates. Did we have an update, Eman? We have an update. Okay, we'd love to see it. Funny enough, someone even messaged in the, in the community saying, when are we going to get the lives back? Ah. Oh. I'm happy to say the lives are going to be back on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Nice. So, yeah, as soon as we return from the bank holiday, lives yep. will be back. Yes. Um, however, you only have access to the lives once you're in the community. So okay. the lives will be in the community, basically. Yeah? yeah. So you need to sign up, like Esther said, community dot the new black dot com yep also about this whole membership plan mm-hmm. about um you know obviously being part of tda yeah we will go into detail about that at seven o'clock so when this episode drops yeah you're going to get all the details in the community at seven o'clock again <laughs> you need to be in the community this is for you lot this is for the family yeah you know what i'm saying not for the outsiders for the family mm-hmm. so please you gotta um, be in the family to get the tea 100 percent. also as a perk. There's a lot today, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Full of surprises. And as a thank you, because we okay. appreciate the people. We do. 100%. The whole membership thing that we're going to be talking about, all of that is free. For the oh. whole, for the first month. What a treat. Entirely free. What a treat. That's right. No no young T's and C's, no little small prints. We're, not interested, we're not interested in those things. Oh, we love that. 100% free, because it's family. We, exactly. This is it. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> Love it. Yeah. All of the access, like I said... In the community, everything you need to know will be in the community yeah. from seven today. Everything, right? Yeah. Any questions, of course, you can ask us in the community as well. Yeah. So please, community.thenewblack.com. So basically, we can't hear you if you're outside the club. Cut <laughs> exactly. so social. If you're outside the club, we can't hear you. So you got to join the community for us to hear you. Big facts. Okay. Sounds like a lot of exciting things happening tonight. What a way to kick off the mm-hmm. bank holiday weekend. How's everyone feeling this lovely morning? Yeah, feeling good, man. Yeah. I forgot too. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a lot of stuff to do, man, this weekend. Well, this weekend, what are you getting up this weekend? Uh, the wedding. Oh, yes. Yes, part two of the trend. Oh, lovely, lovely. So, yeah, man, I, I left it kind of late, you know. Don't so, tell me you're just about to go and find a suit. I got a suit. Okay. But I need to get the accessories right. You know what I'm saying? You had one job. I, I did. <laughs> you had one job. <laughs> the problem is you can't get certain things like in one place. So sometimes yeah. you go to this shop, oh, we ain't got none here, so we need to go to Westfield yeah. over there. It's a time. It's, it's, yeah, it's long. I think Westfield parking is so rude, you know. It's it so is. expensive. It is. Sometimes yeah. I just want to go in there for Popeyes and I've got to spend much to a quick return. And that's been what, £3.50? I think it's so rude. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Does the Popeyes taste exactly the same as the one in America? I haven't had the one in America. Uh, but I've heard people say that, I don't think it'll ever taste like the one in America because in America, mm. they've got extra pizzazz. Mm. You know, things can't taste 
I say that actually, McDonald's everywhere else but the UK. Tastes better. Where's McDonald's from? America. America. It's American. Yeah. No wonder then. Because I think things taste best where they originate from. Mm. Most times anyway. Yeah. So I've heard the Popeyes, but obviously because I've never had it, it tastes nice. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. the the um crisp of the chicken. Yeah. It makes sense. I'm having guess. It makes sense. It makes <laughs> sense to me. Mm. But I've heard people who've had both have said that obviously the American one tastes nicer. Okay. And it's there's a Wendy's here now it. as well. Say again? They sprinkle crack on it. In the American one? Yeah. Mm. Did you say that in the mic? Yeah. You just did. so they know yeah, it wasn't. Because yeah. my lips were I moving think, when that was said. I think so. <laughs> yeah, you did. I can yeah. hear you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just making sure people know who's saying that. Because it's not me. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I've heard that it's nicer. But I think food in America is nicer anyway. When I go to America, I'm going to actually lose a dress size. Because you know I'm going to eat. I find, yeah, this might be too much information. But when I go to America, yeah, and you eat all the food... Mm. We're on the verge of getting constipated. <laughs> <laughs> on the verge? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't is know why. Is this pre-vegan or vegan days? No, this is pre-vegan. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, my life was a bit different. Though. I wouldn't be... Is it that or are you... Um, so some people have a condition where you can't use the toilet if, if you're not at home. Oh, no, I don't have that condition. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was thinking maybe maybe it's that. No, 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 it's not that. It might be because it, it depends what you're eating as well. Because you is it, is it got fat? Have you got good fibre? Yusuf, you would know. Fiber, yeah. It's fiber you need, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, fiber, yeah. Yeah, and like the right vegetables and all that stuff, fruits. Yeah, I didn't care about vegetables back then. Yeah, so that's why you're constipated. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Is it only in America or you mean just No, only wherever? in America. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. I still <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and the type of stuff I was eating, like in America, yeah. I wasn't eating here. Like, like I'm what? saying. Because you know you just be out eating a lot more, innit? Yeah. Takeaways. And I went to, I don't know why this place came to my mind, Dallas Barbecue. Okay. Have you been, to, been to Dallas Barbecue, New York. I haven't been to America. I stepped one foot there. Oh, okay. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. Oh, that's that's funny enough. When I came out, that's why I saw what's that guy's name? Jack Filler. Yeah, the one you got. That, yeah, with that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, so I went there. You see the the, the beef um, ribs here. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's massive. It was like it was like it was a cow. It was like this. Yes. Oh wow! It was, it was huge. So I had the beef ribs. I had the um. Was that one rib Cornbread. or like the serving? No, the serving. So okay. it's like maybe like maybe four or five. I wow. Think. Okay. Huge. And uh, yeah, I don't know why I mentioned what I had. But anyway. Yes. No, no, no. So I, I like, I like to take me there when they tell me stories. <laughs> so when I was eating like that over there, like a maniac, <laughs> like I didn't care about tomorrow, then yeah. <laughs> I didn't care about tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, I had those issues. But I've, I've not been there as a plant-based eater. So okay. Be interesting. Might be a bit difficult. Where, where else? Actually, no, no, no. It, wouldn't, it shouldn't be. Where else have you been? Like, uh, I'm sorry, what states have you been to in the in America? I was in Maryland. Uh, I think DC's in Maryland, isn't that state? Mm. I was in Virginia. I was in Miami, so what's that? Florida, right? Yeah. Mm. I was in Cali. Okay. And wherever Vegas is. Where is that? Nevada. Is that? Nevada, Nevada, yeah. Nevada, yeah. Okay. Have you been to America? Yeah, I've been to New York. Mm. I was quite young, I was 18. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really do much. I was with my mum and my sisters, uh, Miami and Houston. Okay. Yeah. I want to go to Houston, man. Yeah, Houston. Was well, again, when I went to Houston, I was young as well, so I didn't really do much. Yeah. Um, I went to Houston and New York in one trip. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I went from New York. For yeah, I was New York first, then I went to Houston. Okay. And Miami was when I was older. Okay. I was in 2014. Okay. Yeah, that's right. But I want to go on my list: LA. Mm. ATL, mm. Vegas, I'm gonna go Miami again. Mm. I'm gonna go NY again as well. Mm. Yeah. 
I feel like I want to go to New York on a solo trip. I heard they got rats. Yeah, massive. And they're yeah. massive. Yeah, I, just, yeah. I don't know about that. It's making me itchy when talking about it. Actually, I'm going to move on from that. I definitely want to go to Atlanta. Um, mm. And I definitely want to go to Miami as well. Yeah. LA, I've heard mixed stuff. You know how I am with the homeless guys. <laughs> no, it, 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 it's a burden on my spirit every day. Yeah. And I've heard over there, it's wild. With what? With homeless people? Yeah, like homelessness, the poverty. Like yeah. Apparently, it's like nice... <laughs> And then yeah. really not nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if I want to just and you see stumble it, across. I remember. So so to cut you when, when, when I got to um, LA, um, I can't remember where. This is many years ago, right? So I can't remember where I was staying, right? But I said, like like I was doing in the UK, mm. I'm not paying for a cab. I'm getting a train. So with my luggage and everything, yeah. <laughs> I'm going through the like certain areas. Yeah, you see the change. Mm. Nice from the airport, straight hood, straight nice. hood. Out again. <laughs> <It's> nice. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. I remember I was minding my business in LA. Yeah. No word of a lie. One guy comes up to me. He says, yo, you want a chopper? I said, what did you say? Mm. What, broad daylight? Mm. You're trying to sell me guns? I was like, what? You want a chopper? I said, nah, cool. He said, all right, cool. <laughs> he said, you look like, like you need a chopper. <laughs> <laughs> you got out here with your bags and everything. <laughs> no, that's yeah. jokes. That's wild, man. Yeah, yes, man. I don't know if it's on my list anymore. I just can't, man. It's a nice place, though. It's it's, it's like it's real nice and laid back, though. Mm. Certain places, obviously. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. That's the thing. But yeah, I think it depends where you go. If you go like Crenshaw or mm-hmm. them type of ends, it's a whole different story, isn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah. Exactly. exactly. See, I don't want to go just because of insecure, but I don't <laughs> think <laughs> that would serve me right. But no. Okay. Mm. Cool, cool. Brent's got a voice note to play for my listener. I hope you're not cussing us. Yeah, for real. So. What's that sound? Uh, my phone. Oh, okay, cool. What's good, people? Um, fan of the show. Keep doing what you're doing. Really enjoying it. Um, really find it useful as well, if I'm honest with you. Um, so, yeah, really appreciate it. Um, this is about Carnival. I kind of am in the same boat as you. Um, I'm a fan of Rafael Beats, and... So I'm someone who's kind of yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. Can you go back to like a 1.5 yeah. yeah oh sorry what's good people um fan of the show keep doing what you're doing really enjoying it um really finding it useful as well if I'm honest with you um so yeah really appreciate it um this is about carnival I kind of am in the same boat as you um I'm a fan of Rafael Beats and I'm someone who's kind of for some time been going on a journey in terms of finding my connection with Africa and being African and truly considering myself to be an African and not just a descendant, you know, to kind of reduce that separation that I think frustrated use. And besides that, I want to hear last, last two. I want to hear a load of other stuff as well. But I think as is normal with, I think the black community, especially on Twitter, I think we're talking about something that's quite nuanced because even Carnival, it's not even a celebration of Caribbean music. It started from a recognition of slavery, you know, and, and the ending of it. You know what I mean? It was a civil, uh, what was it, a human rights activist. I can't remember her name now. Claudia Owens, I think, I can't remember, right? But it started from an indoor event uh, in regards to that. So I think what we're seeing here is the balance between trying to merge Caribbean and African cultures, which has happened, and global cultures merging anyway, Right. And but also remembering the significance of our differences, which is probably one of the issues we have in society. 
So I feel like I personally would love to see more Afrobeats incorporated. I've been going to Carnival for a long time and we've always had non-Caribbean music there. It's not Afrobeats I'm going to come and fight. But I think at the core of Carnival and our thoughts should also always be why we're having Carnival. And I think as long as we do that, the musical choices will be fine. You know what I mean? If we do what I think Carnival was intended to do and never let us forget that. And I think that's where. So for me, I want to hit the Afrobeats run. But yeah, we do need to be mindful of ensuring that Caribbean culture, and I think most Caribbeans won't even know what, what Carnival was uh, started for. I didn't until recently. I think we just need to always keep that at the forefront of our minds. All right, so Alrighty. that was, uh, I think that guy is of Jamaican descent. His voice sounds... He's here several times before. His voice sounds familiar. He's um, John's friend. Oh, that's Jerome. Yeah, yeah, Jerome. Yeah, yeah, I knew yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I recognize his voice. Shout yeah. out to Jerome, man. Yeah. So, yes, mm. main thing is to focus on um, the reason, the message behind why Canva started. Mm-hmm. And that's what Izzy got wrong. Yeah. But the main message is don't be fighting over... Um, bollocks that we don't need to be fighting over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are and you so. gonna tell people, like, if you said he's got something wrong? Are you yes, he said the the reason the right why thing? it started was because of the celebration of the end of slavery. It wasn't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. Um. Uh, one aspect of it started indoors, but that's not the only um, the beginning of Nottingham Carnival from okay. the outside. There were different elements that came together, mm-hmm. um, to then move it to outside. Um, the first event that was inside was kind of highly publicized. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why it was started and it was um, from a, a Trinidadian woman was because just uh, years before there were a lot of riots uh, off the back of um, the racial division mm-hmm. between the mother effing whites and the, the black West Indians that um, mm-hmm. had come from uh, the ship. Mm-hmm. Windrush. Yeah, yeah Windrush. And um, off the back of that, she said, all right, you all need to see our culture because you all fear us because you all don't understand us. Mm-hmm. Here is our culture. So okay. it wasn't just music. It mm. was the entire shebang. Yeah. Um, I think one guy who had a little uh, festival outside, um, he was the first guy that brought like a, like a song box mm-hmm. uh, over. So he introduced now playing music loud, loud, loud um, with the song box outside. So mm. it was many elements Mm-hmm. That culminated to this particular uh, genesis, yeah. and it wasn't just a celebration of uh, in the same music, yeah. Same yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, so but again, he's a West Indian guy, and he yeah. would like to hear more, yeah, African music. Mm-hmm. And again, his 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 heart is in the right place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? So yeah. All right, well, um, everyone that's going to carnival this weekend, have fun, be safe, um, respect each other. And be mm-hmm. be black love. That's it. Enjoy it. Exactly. All right. So don't forget, join the community. Join the network. Community.thenewblack.com. And let's get into our first headlines. Okay. So the first headline is another update on um, the sad situation that happened in Liverpool mm-hmm. where a nine-year-old was shot dead. Trigger warning. Too late. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. So poli- you're reading it how you typed it. No, I, I wasn't even reading that part, you know. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so 
Police say that they've identified a second man who was seen fleeing the gunman. Oh, that's good. Yeah, who shot um, dead nine-year-old Olivia Pratt-Corbo on Monday. Merseyside police say they've spoken to the associate of Joseph Nee, who was the convicted drug dealer who pushed his way into the Corbo home on the night of the killing. They said there's been a number of very positive lines of inquiry that could lead to identifying the gunman, who is still at large after killing Olivia and leaving her mom, Cheryl, and Nee with gunshot wounds. Speaking directly to the killer in a press conference on Thursday morning, head of investigations Mark Mean said, we will not rest until we find you, and we will find you. He encouraged the community to co continue to come forward with any information they may have. He said, I cannot stress enough the importance of community engagement in solving each of these crimes. I am incredibly grateful for the sheer levels and volume of information that we have received so far. This level of engagement, this level of cooperation, and this level of working together simply must continue. I hope they find them and the mum. They're able to get justice and yeah. lock them away for time. Not mm -hmm. them little four years parole nonsense. Yeah, I mean, that definitely will happen because now it's murder. Yeah. But yes. Um, our second headline is to do GCSEs. Okay. So, you know, congratulations to everyone, firstly. You know, who, mm. especially those who got what they worked so hard for. Mm. Um, but it's emerged that regional differences in the proportion of top GCSE grades have become more prominent in England since COVID. So just under a third of GCSE grades were seven, which is equivalent to A. Mm. Um, A's and above in London, compared to just over a fifth in the Northeast and in uh, Yorkshire and the Humber. The gap between the regions with the highest and lowest proportions of top grades is 0.9 percentage points wider than it was back in 2019. Overall, 73.2% of GCSEs were marked at grades 4, which is equivalent to C's and above, this year, down from 77.1% in 2021, when grades were based on teachers' assessments. It's still significantly higher than in 2019. The last year exams were sat by before COVID when it was 67.3%. The proportion of top grades, seven, uh, again, uh, equivalent to A's and above, is 26.3%. Again, that's higher than 2019, where it was 20.8%, and lower than 2021, where it was 28.9%. So the main takeaways that they've pretty much analysed and, and, you know, um, that's pretty much come out mm -hmm. since uh, looking at GCSE results is that the grades have dropped since 2021, but it's still higher than it was in 2019 now that the exams have resumed. Because remember before, it was all about the Ooh. teachers' assessments. Yeah. Right? Also, the North-South divide has grown over the pandemic. And the disadvantage gap persists, i.e. Uh, the selective and private schools, they continue to get the highest top grades. And also, and this may be no surprise to Esther, girls continue to outperform the boys. And that's on period, okay? <laughs> so wait, so, yeah. so in 2021... The grades were based on teachers' assessments, right? Yes. So, the grades are better. Because teachers' assessments, I feel like it will be easier. It might be easier than, mm -hmm. you know, the like your exam board, right? Mm -hmm. So, if they're doing better now than the exam board that was in 2019... No, they're doing better. They, they, basically, basically, what you said, the assessments are, well, were better than this year's results. Yeah, but then typically they... Mm -hmm. That tends to be the case. Even when you do mock yeah. exams and stuff, mm -hmm. you tend to do better than them. And then when the real the real <laughs> stuff comes. Yep. So, but if we're comparing the grades this year mm -hmm. to 2019, where they did the actual exam board mm -hmm. thingy, there's an improvement. Yeah, there is. There Congratulations, is kids. Yeah, there's yeah. an improvement, yeah. Okay. 
Quick question. Was it ever explained why um, they changed the A, B, C, whatever, to um, numbers? To numbers. I have yeah. no idea, you know. I have no idea. Oh, that's official? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, did, I, didn't, I didn't know as well. I thought you just know. Yeah. Equality thing. I didn't <laughs> know that was real. That's so confusing. Yeah. yeah. A, B, C is just easier. So now people will be saying I got I got seven sevens. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> so yeah. Nigerian will say Nigerian parent will say, why didn't you get one? Yeah, no, exactly. that got one, not knowing that one is you, bro. <laughs> exactly. Okay, fair enough. All right. So this system was introduced four years ago okay. to bring in more differentiation at the top end of the grading scale, allowing sick form colleges, universities, employees, employers. To better understand what level young people are working to. Oh, okay. So it shows who's got the higher A's, for instance, mm. and somebody else. Okay. Yeah, that's why you got A stars. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, but they probably want even higher than that. You They're being I'm greedy, man. Stop making things difficult for people. It's kind of like, because um, remember our time, they didn't have no A stars or A, um, a levels. I'd have got that, innit? Yeah, yeah, there's A star. Yeah, when I went mean, to school, there was A star. How was it? Yeah. Like A levels, not GCSEs, A levels. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, get it started A levels, yeah. Yeah, we didn't have that. Just A's. Yeah, I remember there was some girl, oh, big up Tessa, wherever she, Tessa is, man. Tessa used to get 100% on everything. Mm. 100%. As in, like, a bad day is a 98%. <laughs> like, mm. I didn't understand. And she did, like, geography. Um, I think she did maths. Like, she did, like, it was crazy. And she, mm. would, and I remember one time she was off she, off school, she was ill. This mm. is a sixth one, by the way. Mm. This is A levels, not even GCSE. Imagine what her GCSEs were like. But she was off school for like a few months because she was really ill. Mm. Came back, smashed it. I said, damn, and we've been here <laughs> the entire time. Just about managed to get a B. It's ridiculous, man. I sure, love smart kids. You sure ASR, ASR was around when we were in, in school? A-levels. Mm. They, they were there in um, GCSEs. Why, what's the difference? Why would they put them on GCSEs and not in A-levels? I don't know. Oh. I don't know, but it wasn't. At our time, definitely just. Are you all the same time? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was definitely just A's. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, alrighty, let's get into our topic of the day. What you say? Okay. So today's topic of the day is based on something that, um, you know, we just spoke about in the previous headline about the disadvantage gap, right? Mm-hmm. And that's basically where selective and private schools continue to get the highest top grades. Now, because of that, there's been ongoing debate for years about whether private schools should even exist. Yeah. And so that's what today's topic of the day is about. Should we abolish private schools in an attempt to even the playing field for all children? No. Okay. So you paused so long, I wasn't sure if you really wanted to answer now. On... No, 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 I don't mind. I can always, okay. yeah. Tell me why. Um, I just think that what should be the same is the curriculum. Yeah, I feel like there's many different, there's obviously different reasons why some kids have to go to private school, some kids don't, or whatever it is. Um, obviously, affordability is one thing. Mm-hmm. And I guess with private schools, though, you kind of get more hands-on help than you would maybe a grammar school, public school mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, but no, I think, I think the, obviously, mm, I think it should just be a case where the curriculum's the same. Do you know, I just think, no, man. I just think no. I just think in life, yeah. Sometimes people get better things. Sometimes people get "quote unquote" cheaper things. But also, yeah. how does how does abolishing private schools equal the playing fields? Yeah. So what they're pretty much saying is that there's a direct correlation between um, 
basically a lot of the division between certain classes, right? Mm -hmm. And with the the you know private schools existing and kids being obviously pushed through that system, mm. you're gonna continue to kind of reinforce that division. So you're gonna get certain politicians, for example, yeah. in certain areas of life, living certain ways, yeah. looking down on people, and kind of putting in laws and legislation okay, that doesn't okay. consider the, the average middle class, working class person. Mm. You know what I'm saying? How, how can we make this better in society if we have something where it's kind of just, it's like a conveyor belt for these type of people mm. to exist and that mentality to exist? But I think that even if you abolish private schools, nepotism is still going to be there. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just think, I don't think it's going to, it's going to necessarily even mm. things out. But nepotism happens in all classes. But, so, okay, you know what I'm saying? So, that may not be the biggest factor to them. They maybe just see it as, like, because obviously, there's certain areas where average people just don't go, right? Certain mm. schools and, and, and a certain way of life, how they conduct yeah. themselves. And all of that kind of just further, I guess, from their perspective, um, continues that that whole idea that these people are kind of lofty and they're different from us. They look down on us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that even with um, private schools abolished, mm -hmm. that would still be the case in society. Yeah. There's still people who are still yeah. better, a higher class than everyone else, who still have more money than other people. Because remember, you still have a tiering system within public schools as well. Yeah. There are public schools that are mm. at top of the, the rankings and true. at the bottom. So, obviously, private schools are looked upon as being even above the top or the best public yeah. school. Mm. But if you abolish private schools and it's all public, there's still going to be a tiering system. There's still going to be a public school which is looked upon as the best, best public school, and yeah. a public school looked upon as the bottom. But That's those, true, actually, yeah. But those public schools, do you have to take tests to get into those? Some of them, yeah. Yeah, you got. Yeah. Take, I think you got to take. Well, I'm not sure. I had to take a test, not to get to my school, but I had to take a test to so they know where to put me in oh, terms the sets, of the sets, sets yeah. because obviously the sets are tiered. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. There are some schools where you do have to, but then there are also some schools that are, they're good, but you don't necessarily have to take a test for admission. Mm. There you go. Yeah, so that but then means... even then though, like, so like in the area that I went to school, yeah, mm -hmm. Newstead Woods is a girl school. Newstead is a good, good school. You mm. have to do a test. Is that kind of vibe? Like the kids there don't. If you get a B, you really feel like you are mm. the dumbest in the land. Like that's the way the school is, right? Mm. But then, even with that area as well, the school I went to is a really, really good school. It's a grammar. It's a really, really good school. So, even though I didn't have to do a test to go into my school, mm -hmm. when you then talk about the schools in the area, my school was still the top mm -hmm. school. That's good. Like, I, do you know what I mean mm -hmm. so? You might not have to take a test, but there's still, again, there's still that stat tier system. You, everyone, you just know which school is the best and which school isn't. But then you still, I guess certain schools will have certain standards, but yeah. it's still public school where the, like you, you still mix with people. Private yeah. schools, a lot of them, you just won't see them. Yeah, but then you know a lot of schools as well, they do like, it's a catchment area thing. So like my school was a catchment area thing. Mm. I remember one of my friends. So what's, what's, what's catchment area? So basically like only certain people from this, so there's, there's, a, mm. there's a bubble. Mm. Anything outside that bubble, you can't come into school because they okay. do the whole distance thing and blah, blah, blah. Oh, so you have to live within that? Within the, yeah, within oh, catchment no, no. area. Yeah, so I remember one of my friends, she and her neighbour, both they went to the same primary school, whatever, mm. but like literally the house was right next to her. Mm. Both applied for the school. But because like my friend's house was literally where the line stopped, mm. it's the same address, it's just number 41 and 42. Because my friend, my her friend, she didn't get in. Wow. Do you get what I mean? So even with schools like that, they might not do tests and stuff, but there's just ways to... Keep it, 
But isn't that, how you keep it? Isn't that then fair? Because those people still live in the same area with the same postcode, same borough, same everything. But you just draw the line. It's not like you're drawing the line based on um, you knowing there's yeah. certain type of people that you want in within that line and certain people outside of it. It's literally, okay, you know what? Um, this is for this particular borough. We're going to draw a line of maybe three mile radius. Yeah. And this is what we accepted. So it's not based on class. It's just based on it kind of what is, we can do. Because basically what it was, the line was for Bromley. Okay. So basically where that girl's house was, it mm-hmm. kind of forms into, um, where is that? Is it Downham? Do you know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. Downham and Bromley is like, literally I'm Downham here. Yeah. One additional step mm-hmm. now in Bromley. Do you mm-hmm. get what I mean? It's that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But I think even with that, there is a reason for that. Mm-hmm. I think these schools, they might, they can't, obviously they can't say it. Mm-hmm. But I think certain schools in certain areas, in like the Kent areas, maybe they'll be like, "Oh no, this is the catchment area." Yeah. But it's because they don't want to be allowing London mm. and everyone else in. Mm-hmm. I think there's, yeah, I think that there's something is deeper than just, "Oh, this is the the radius." Mm. Do you get what I mean? But then, how do you then um, regulate that? Because, like you said, like it sounds like a valid um, consideration. Reason, yeah. yeah. To, to them be like, look, we don't want kids tra- having to travel two two hours to get to school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so what do we do? They say that, <laughs> but what? trains exist, and it's like a, it could be a twenty minute. I personally think that these schools. This is why I say, even if you abolish private schools, mm-hmm. I think a lot of these schools, yeah, they know what they want. They know the image they want to have, mm-hmm. and they come up with clever, smart ways to. Keep that image. You get what I mean? Mm. So if they say, for example, schools in Kent and they're like, you know, we don't want any London Londoners coming in here because they know what what the image they're trying to keep is. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because really, actually, think about it. You haven't asked a child how they get to school. The parent might be dropping them. Might be a twenty minute gen- a car journey, and the parent drops them every day. Mm. But then they'll be like, oh well, well, if the child takes the train or the bus, mm-hmm. it's two hours. So we don't want them. You know, we don't want them stressing themselves out. But you don't know how each child gets to school. I used but, to get dropped to school. Do you mean know, you don't know that? But but what if now? Um, I don't know Something happens And the parent Can't drop them to school You know what I'm saying So yeah. you're now left In a situation Where the, car, um, the child Has to now finish I don't know Three, four years Perhaps Of um, education Taking t- two hour journeys That's fair But then anything We could always think like that We could always think um, In case this In case that But I think that In this country anyway There's there's class systems There's um Yeah class systems mm-hmm. And I think that A lot is done To maintain The class systems And to keep people where they think they're meant to be and place people where they think they're meant to be. And I think that pours into a lot mm-hmm. of areas, a lot of systems within society. So, And I think, and I really believe education is one of them. Yeah. I, think, I think you're right, but I don't think it exists um, within the public school part. That's that's the only thing I would say. I, I think yeah. with the private schools, 100%, because there's certain yeah. things you learn there, you're taught there that we just didn't have access to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And obviously to, to kind of have a certain people live in a particular way and this, that, and the third. Yeah. As much as politicians kind of are at odds every now and again because they're yeah. different parties, they're from the same world. Yeah, a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? So, Quick question, yeah? Well, a few questions, actually. Do you, well, maybe you know for a fact, the curriculum taught at private schools, is it different from the curriculum taught at um, public schools? I think it is different. I, I, I think there's certain essential things yeah. that needs to be ticked off, but I think it is different. Okay. And then do you feel like it's detrimental for kids, children to be embedded in a hierarchy system where they're aware that there are kids who are above them in a different, um, you know, class category or parents. Obviously, we're all aware of, you know, growing up, oh, you know, 
you're rich, your parents are rich, and da da da. But do you feel like abolishing private schools would then eliminate that sense of, oh, you know, you're better than me, I'm, I'm lower than you? Do you reckon it's important for kids to understand that mm. or not? Uh, to, to understand the reality of that division. You mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's definitely important because then um, it allows you to focus on where you are yeah. and, and do something for yourself yeah. if you don't like where you are. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I don't like facades. I, I don't like it if, if like, you're removing something just mm. as a gesture and yeah. making you feel like everything's changed when it really hasn't. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Personally, I don't think private schools should be abolished at all. I don't yeah. think so too. Do you, hold on, what can I say as well? Yes. Did you, growing up, were you around any, like, um, private schools or t- schools that were, like, upper tier to you? No, no, no. Because, basically, I went to a school called Kingsdale. Mm. Kingsdale was a very, very bad school, but it was in a good area. It was mm. in um, West Dulwich. Okay. Mm. So, we had a prep school next door to us, like, mm. literally. Like, you kick your ball over, your playground, <laughs> it's their playground, literally. <laughs> then around the corner, we had um, Dulwich College, I believe. Mm. Which was, I believe, a private school. Private school, mm-hmm. yeah. So you had in this little proximity, mm. you had a, when I say a bad school, yeah. I mean a very, very bad school in my school. Then you had Dulwich Prep, then you had Dulwich College, mm. all in the same proximity. But I never felt I knew that they went to a better school, mm-hmm. but I didn't I didn't it didn't really bother me mentally, mm. like, oh, you know, I'm I didn't look at myself as being beneath them. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But I was aware that, you know, they had certain Mm-hmm. Privileges, privileges that we wasn't aware of. I was aware that, you know, they all came from a certain type of background, mm-hmm. money, affluence. But I don't feel like it knocked my mm-hmm. confidence or me thinking that, you know, they're smarter than me. You know what I mean? That, that, I think that's, that's a very good point. But I think another point is sometimes it doesn't matter how we see them yeah. or how they see us. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because if, if they see us in a particular light, mm. they know how to to maneuver, to make sure they stay away from us. Mm. They know, you know, their privilege, their education is going to put them in a certain um, bracket, a certain area, a certain mm. jobs, mm. certain careers. And they know how to, I guess, get into certain positions in life yeah. to mm. kind of maintain that divide. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So we we may look at them and be like, oh yeah, this is regular human beings, man. Yeah. Just funny. Mm. But they're looking at us like, you guys are impoverished, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be your boss one day. I'm going to be your CEO one day. Yeah. I'm going to be your politician. You're going to yeah. come to me. I'm your MP. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 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 have that reinforced. And I think yeah. that's why a lot of people believe private schools should, should be abolished. I personally don't think it should be abolished because I believe if someone has the money to, to, to create something and it's better than what's out there, mm. I don't think people should be, that right should be taken away from people. Yeah. Yes, of course, it's, you know, institutionalized now and all that type of stuff. But still, it's still people, essentially, that come together, put money together, mm. created something for themselves. Yeah. And I wouldn't want that to be taken away from me. So I don't think it should be taken away from them. That's how, that's basically how I see it. Mm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, say we was to be like, look, let's have the new black school. And we put the money together. And then we've got, you know, black students who've come and said, you know what? We like this idea. We're going to fund this. And we've got our own curriculum. We make sure we tick off the essentials for the UK government. Mm-hmm. We're teaching all the stuff we want to teach. We're te- teaching about upliftment. All these type of beautiful things that we need in our community. I don't want nobody to come tell me we can't do this. It needs to be the same level playing for... No, 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 no. Our condition is different. We need something for ourselves. And I can't be uh, hypocritical and say, for them, take it away. But for me, it's okay. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't see life that way. I agree. Mm. Yeah, I don't think you should be modest. Yeah, no, same. And plus, I guess, kind of like what you're saying anyway, it's like, I don't think it changes everything anyway. Even no. if you to take it away. You know what I'm saying? Like, the divide will still exist in some way. I think some yeah. things will change. Yeah. I do think that way. Because yeah. then they can kind of move with regular people. Yeah. And we can yeah. move with them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you can learn about each other's different ways of life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The funny thing is as well, as much as kids who go to private schools may look down upon public school kids, mm-hmm. public school kids don't really rate private school kids either. They look at them mm. as being neeks and yeah. not being cool, so to speak, and mm. being kind of like, you know, well, when I was younger anyway, I know that was kind of like the notion yeah. that, you know, the kids in Dulwich Prep were like nerds, basically. Mm. Mm. So that there was there was no level of admiration mm. at all. I don't think anyone aspired to, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that, that's good or bad, but <laughs> yeah. there was no level of oh, I wish I went to that school. Mm. You know what I mean, mm. which is quite interesting to be fair. And also, I didn't really remember any type of integration. You would think two schools that are yep. literally next door to each other, there'll be some type of mm-hmm. Saturn, yeah. like I don't know, maybe an annual mm. little fun fit, uh, games <laughs> day or sports day. But it was literally it was like proper segregated. segregated. Yeah, 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 exactly. This is why they, I guess, they want that gone because. Yeah. You know, if that segregation wasn't there, mm. like the way we perceive them, definitely it will, it will change because mm. we would know more. Yeah. It wouldn't just be based on I don't know guess guesswork. Mm. We would know. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Actually, Tom's rich. His parents earn five million a year, but this nigga's pretty regular. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He likes fish and chips like me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And yeah, you know, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Okay, let's get to our next headlines. <laughs> Okay, so the next headline is uh, related to the Russia and Ukraine war. Um, you know, this week, obviously, we spoke about certain things. And now it seems as though Mr. Putin is looking to boost his troop numbers. So Russia's president has signed a decree which could see 137,000 service personnel added to the country's armed forces in the coming months. Currently, Russia has a limit of just over a million military personnel and almost 900,000 civilian staff. Putin's decree comes amid a recruitment drive around the country with large cash incentives on offer. Western officials say 70,000 to 80,000 troops have been killed or wounded since Russia invaded Ukraine six months ago. There have been reports that recruiters have been visiting prisons, promising inmates freedom and money. The UK Ministry of Defence said in a statement two weeks ago that volunteer battalions being set up in several Russian regions were likely to form part of a new army corps. But it said, very limited levels of popular enthusiasm for volunteering for combat in Ukraine meant it would be difficult to find the required number of troops. As we know, Russia had initially promised a short, decisive campaign when it invaded Ukraine in February. But fierce Ukrainian resistance has stalled its progress. And in recent weeks, front lines have been hardly moved. Currently, Russian men aged 18 to 27 are subject to the call-up. Although many are able to avoid or reduce the term of their service, usually one year, through medical exemptions or by enrolling for higher education. So yeah, apparently he's trying to boost his army by an extra 10%. But they, he they have no plans to stop this war anytime yeah, soon. They, they're definitely not going to back off yeah, anytime soon anyway. Hmm. Yes, um, our next headline, trigger warning. Um, it's something that happened in Glasgow uh, where a baby was left by the roadside. So a baby was found abandoned at the side of a... Sorry, I said Glasgow. Um, Dublin. 
A baby was found abandoned at the side of the road after a car it was inside was stolen in Dublin. Irish police are investigating the incident which happened on St. Atraca Road in Cabra at about 7 o'clock local time on Sunday. The baby was found unhurt shortly afterwards. It's understood a car with two children had been very briefly left unattended outside a house on the street. A person got into the car and the older child managed to get out. The car was then driven away with the infant still strapped in the car seat. Shortly after, the baby was taken out of the vehicle and left on a footpath on the nearby Fasal Road before being reunited with its parents. Parents, sorry, police said no arrests have been made, but they are following a definite line of inquiry. Investigations are ongoing. Do you know stuff like that is very annoying? Mm. Because now yeah, the parents are gonna start are gonna get investigated. When it was just one quick moment of I need to just I forgot something mm. and just go run in the house and get it quickly. Yeah, that's true. Jamie, you know I and it's annoying because when you think about it, like there's no more things that you do every day mm. just for a second. But one day that second goes wrong and now it's a whole kind of worms because mm. this is child aban- abandonment. Yeah. Yeah. It happened to me when I was younger. Well, not happened to me, but it happened to my little sister. Mm. No, in this way, it was very minor. Basically, I was you, young. You needed a coin. <laughs> well, you started the story here. Then you're like, well, actually, not like this. Yeah, it I, wasn't wanna, me. I wanna reduce the expectations that I'm gonna say something crazy. <laughs> so I must have been about nine or ten. Mm. And it was me and my mom at my house, my little baby sister. Mm-hmm. She must have been maybe one or less than one at the time. So at one point I was like, Mama, where's where's, where's the baby? She's oh my like, gosh. So I don't know. She's isn't she with you? Isn't she in the living room? And anyway, searching the house, this, this my little sister's nowhere to be found. Mm. Like, nowhere to be found. So, me and my mum panicking. Bear in mind, I'm young. Mm. Yeah. So, I'm like, where's Lola? That's my little sister's name. Looking for her, I can't find her. I go to the front door. The front door's open. Nice. So, I'm running out to the landing now. This time, we live in the state. Mm. Looked in the corridor. Can't see this girl. So, I ran down the corridor. looked on the stairs. This girl's crawling down the stairs. Wow. A little wow. baby. She must have been wow. less than one years old. <laughs> Imagine a neighbor saw. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a and whole that's the different cool, situation. Yeah, it's a whole yeah. thing now. Like, why is your baby on this pissy well, she even fell down fucking stairs. estate? Yeah. yeah, yeah. She fell down yeah. the stairs and you take it to hospital. Now that because now they're gonna investigate you because why yeah. did she get these bruises? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Literally, I don't know how she even got out of the house. All it takes is just one thing, you know. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. I remember seeing something just yesterday, actually, mm-hmm. in South Africa. Like th- this one wasn't even really abandoned. This wasn't abandoned. Baby's in the trolley mm-hmm. in let's just say Tesco or something. Yeah. Yeah. The mum has opened the freezer. It's right next to her. The mum has opened the freezer, right? Yeah. Gone in, gone to get some out of frozen veg at the bottom. Mm-hmm. A woman comes over, takes the child out, turns around, is about to do a thingy. But the mummy, the mum, obviously, it's a quick thing. She's come up, seen right. the baby's gone, looked around, said, what? Sees the woman, who's staff, by the way, walking towards the um, exit. You got to rush her. I'm telling you. You've actually got a rush here because are you a sicko? <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. That's I, scary. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. But that's how children abduction happens. Yeah. yeah. Like when I see yeah. CCTV footage of stuff like that, yeah. Literally, like the child will be there for a second, next thing, jump, and they're gone. It's, it's, it's so scary. Do you remember the you remember um Jamie Bolger? Yeah. You know, man. You definitely there's two, know. There's the, two young the, boys the that killed that baby. Yeah. On a train. Sorry, trigger warning. Trigger warning. And they tied the baby on the train tracks, all that stuff. Mm-mm. You know, you it was a famous it was case. all over the news. Okay. When it was smaller, I yeah. must have forgot. Yeah. Actually, the name Jamie Bolger does sound yeah. familiar. Yeah. But I don't remember the, name, what, the, the particular details. They kidnapped it. Sorry, go on. Yeah. So basically, all it was, they were in the shop. Yeah. The mum is there at the counter or something. Baby's here. She turns around, baby's gone. So the baby just walked out. And I believe the kids were around. And basically, it's one of those crazy things where the mums realize, come out of the shop. 
but she has to make a decision. Do I turn left? Yeah. Or do I turn right? Mm. She's obviously chose the wrong direction. Yeah. Mm. Those two kids have taken the, 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 the baby. Like, who was like two, three yeah. maximum. Is this your toddler? They've just tortured this baby. Oh. No, it was honestly Horrible. this. Horrible. They should have got death penalty. 100%. I don't care, I don't care oh, how young they it was, were. Do you remember? Yes. Venables. Yes. Like, yes. Yes. It's all coming back to me now. Yeah. yeah. They should, I'm so, I don't care how young this, they should have got death penalty. Because any child. It's all coming back to me now. Any kid at the age of 10 that can think of such evil. Jamie Bolger, yes, yes. Any yes, child yes. that can think of such evil. You don't want that child to grow up because I'm scared of what, of what you're going to come up with. Mm. If at the age of 10, you think to torture a baby, tie train tracks, all these crazy things they did, what will you grow up to? They get them new identities. They're out in yeah. society somewhere now. And, and even, oh, yeah, you've even I think one of them, one of them is back in jail. Yeah, yeah. You've even just mentioned just the half of it. Remember, obviously just putting the baby on the tracks. Mm. But the stuff they did. It was bad. Horrible. Horrible. At the really? age of yeah. 10. Yeah. What could you possibly grow up to become? What could you, like Hold on, what, what 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 happened to them at the time? They were just imprisoned, but it's like young offenders prison. But yeah. then by the time they got out, they gave them new identities. Young offenders for thing. 10-year-olds. There, there was something though. Yeah, they, they, they it's not prison. They, got, um, they got put somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not prison. It's like a Let me try and find it's like it a hostel. Because what do you basically. what do you do with kids that age? Mm. You've done that. You know what I'm trying to say? Because there isn't an institute. Institution for kids of that age. There is. It's like, it's, yeah, it's literally young. It's young prison. Um, it's a young prison, but it's like it's it's not like prison the way you go for adults. Yeah. But you're locked away from society. Mm. Oh. So you're basically it's like like an army camp. But okay. I, I don't know if they do hard labor, whatever they do. But I would I would assume that cases of that severity involving kids of that age are probably scarce. There's not that many. Yeah. So, they should put them on that. Yeah. Island. So I would I couldn't imagine they would be amongst a lot of their peers. Wherever they go, mm. I mean. But that's the thing, though, because if they're young, even though the, the case is actually yeah, that's true. You can't really trust them around other kids, can you? But other kids just stole, stole milk, and they're in mm. jail. Yeah, I mean. But you actually did that craziness. I guess to put them in like a solitary, like they would adults, yeah. but it would be like I don't know, younger kids. Were something. their were their parents investigated? I don't I even know, but I remember that. Sure. So it was something about like stuff about like them playing games came up. But I think one of them wasn't one of them abusing cats or something like that as well. Yeah, yeah, there, there was crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah when they looked at sickos. Because yeah. if you're that age and you display that kind of behavior, it comes from one of the few places. Yeah. yeah, it comes from home. Yeah. <laughs> you're <times>. sicko. <laughs> they they were basically to answer your question. They were um, in some type of detention mm-hmm. thingy. Yeah. Okay. So they were held. Well, Thompson, one of the guys, was held at Barton Moss Secure. Care Centre of Manchester Venables was detained In Vardy House Which is a small Eight-bedded unit In Merseyside So yeah These locations Were not publicly known Until after The boys released Yeah And then they released them And literally gave them New identity New everything Yeah So they could have been Your neighbour You wouldn't even know So sad man So sad That's the world Mm-hmm Yeah man Alright um, Let's get into Word on Road So it's of course bank holiday weekend, and I think this is the last. Of, this should be the last of the festivals, in my opinion. Summer's done now. Let's <laughs> stop it. But yeah, so Reading and Leeds festival is happening this weekend. That's the camping festival. Would you guys ever go to a camping festival? I would, you though. Now I'm more open to things. Okay, that's lovely. Yeah, it's because you got pedicure. Is it because what? You're vegan. I think because you got pedicure. <laughs> it might be all of these yeah, things. You're really know. open to things. I'm a change man. You really are. SPF yet or not yet? No, no, no. 
Okay, next time I watch. Baby, baby, baby steps. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Dave is going to be there. 1975 is going to be there. Meg the Stallion is going to be there. Mm. She had a show the other day on Thursday at Brixton um, Academy. It looks amazing. I saw her Brixton. dancing with um, Miss Banks. Enjoying yes. life. Two beautiful mm-hmm. hot women. Listen, I hope they have a song together. That'd be sick. Yeah, for That'd real. That'd be really, really yeah. sick, actually. Um, because they're both really good at rapping. But yeah, so the festival's from the 26th to the 28th. Um, actually saw as well, Robbie Berg's going to be there. And DJ Taiyuka's going to be there as well. Um, these are people that I know, personally. But um, yeah. Oh, I think, I think it's who they? <laughs> no, 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 no. Robbie Berg's is on BBC One Extra. Okay. And Taiyuka is a sick DJ. Oh, the first name. Dark skin. That's yeah. that really like fun girl. Yeah, energy yeah, provider. Energy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's looking really cool. Um, yeah, it's looking, looking interesting. Um, so the, the, I know I'm telling you guys about it, but it is sold out. It's because I, I covered other festivals, so I've covered this one too. The tickets are sold out anyway, but I think there might be some resale tickets and stuff like that. But you got to camp. If you're not camping, babe, um, I wouldn't suggest this. I'm not camping, babe. I can't. No, no. <laughs> I like a life of um. Soft life. Easy. Luxury. Yeah. Like, just soft life. Like, I could do it camping if I stay in a hotel and meet you guys there. The <laughs> Glamping, I call it. So I'll be in a hotel. It's again? Glamping. Yes. I'll be in a hotel mm-hmm. and then when it's time for the festival with my nice shower and whatever, I'll meet you guys because some people wouldn't be bathing. Some mm. people would, when it, yes. I forgot about that. Either. It's some office spaces. No, the thing is, there's some facilities yeah, there must where be. some people are like, oh, you know what? It's part of the experience. You're just a dirty person. <laughs> but yeah, so that's happening this weekend. So anyone is out there, everyone doing anything this weekend, just be safe um, and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. And then I reported a while ago that B- and Big Brother will be coming back next year. Yeah. But basically, Channel 4, so you guys know, so Big Brother started on Channel 4. Mm. They moved to Channel 5 and now it'll be on ITV. Okay. Well, the Channel 4 bosses are saying that this basically the, rea- the revival of this is depressing. <laughs> First definitely they're being haters. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like they're basically saying, listen, no one's going to be able to do it the way we've done it. So why are you bothering? So obviously, um, Big Brother ended five years ago. And as we learned, it's going to be coming back. So they're basically saying that, listen, when Big Brother was on, it was a wonderful show. And they're saying, you know, I'm sure it will bring an audience to ITV. But I do think there is something depressing about this microwave moment of TV, of TV shows being reheated. And this is the chief content officer, Ian Katz, who said this hmm. about um, Big Brother coming back. It sounds a bit like a hateration, in my, in my opinion. But um, yeah, and it's basically said as well, this is how I know it's hateration, because he said, if Channel 4 is about anything, it's about finding that new dish. So hmm. he said, find new things, do new things, stop bringing, stop trying to res- resurrect things from the dead. But um, What's the call? What's this guy's name again? I agree a little bit though. This, show, this show has been passed around, bro. From yeah. Channel Four to Channel Five to ITV, like what's going on? I definitely agree because if this is well, if this is not ex- executed properly, mm. this is going to be the the first revival season and the last. <laughs> and I think yeah. we're obviously living in a different age as well because where Big Brother was here, it was ruthless. Yeah, we live in a different age now of be kind, which it should be, should be kind. But I don't think I don't associate. I don't see how Big Brother and be kind. Are gonna coexist. Mm. I don't see it. Mm. But um, ITV's managing director of media and entertainment, Kevin Ligo, he said, you know, that Big Brother, of course, shaped the most television over the past 20 years and blah, blah. But he says, we look at Love Island and we see this extraordinary, successful show that defies all the sort of current logic and goes against what people say and that young people don't watch 
television. So he says, and then you think every single night at nine o'clock on ITV2 and on the, you know, streaming service ITV Hub. Sorry, mm-hmm. I signed up to that during Big Brother. I'm trying to remember if I cancelled it. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it says um, people basically tune in every single night at nine o'clock on ITV and the Hub. And this is this show is for eight weeks and more young people watch it than anything else. So he says we should all take great joy in the fact that if you get the sh- right show, they're going to come and watch it. So I guess they're basically trying to say, you know, they notice people are watching Love Island. Mm. Maybe they could do that with Big Brother too. Well, it's a very different situation, see, man. I'm very interested to see. Are you guys gonna watch it when it comes out? Um, I might check out the first episode just to see if I yeah. like the vibe. Yeah. And with, with Big Brother, you get new people coming in like as the show progresses, isn't it? No, I don't believe so. You do actually, because you know sometimes they'll be sitting there. I've watched it for years. That door opens. Oh yeah, you're right. And then yeah, someone yeah. comes in, yeah, like randomly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm. someone comes in randomly. But then sometimes well, they're the ones as well who will plant someone in there. So you someone will go in there for like a particular task and then they just leave. It's like, what the hell? Oh yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. But I'm I am i am looking forward to it. We'll see what happens. I mean, um Channel 4 have um what's it called? Yeah, yeah. So Channel 4 is re- I mean, they rebooted a few shows, Changing Rooms, Big Breakfast, Friday Night Live. Big Breakfast has got Mo Gilligan with it. Mm-hmm. And another lady, I don't know her name. Yeah, I'm not saying anyway. Crap. But yeah, a beautiful black woman. Um, do they only have they, do they only have a part of Big Breakfast? Or is it like the whole No, they, they host the whole thing. Oh, wow, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah they host the whole show. Yeah. So it'll be interesting anyway. I'm interested to see what it's gonna be like. I think I watched the first few episodes. Maybe I might try a week, see what, what it's like, but I don't know, man. Because basically they're saying obviously in this era of, you know, um people like be kind and being sensitive, they're saying that there's gonna be a that TV show, um, TV channels now and mm. producers and all these people, they understand they've got a greater duty of care to their contestants' mm. mental health and just their health in general. So I reckon that it's not going to be the rawness that we always saw. Mm. I think it's going to be like a watered-down kumbaya type vibe. Just quickly, speaking about the reality stuff, did you see the Laura Whit- Whitmore thing about how much she gets paid for? No, I didn't actually. They're saying that she gets paid uh, £21,000 per minute. She was only on the show in total for 24 minutes, if you calculate her on-screen time. Mm. Is it? Yeah, people on Twitter doing the maths. Okay. Let me do it. Calculate all her screen 21, time. 21,000. Well, the number was 21,367. 21,367. 21, um, and the guy said that she was for 24 minutes, minutes yeah. Mm. 512,808. I don't believe that, because then how much does she get then for... Actually, to be fair, she has to travel for that. Mm. Remember that's one of the reasons why she said she's got to quit because she can't be she can't go to South mm. Africa. They're back and forth, and she's got her Broadway stuff coming on. Okay. But then, when how much she gets for after Sun? Then true. I don't know. She because they can't do Sun. per minute for that. It's after Sun. Um, that's the, the after of, show. Yeah, yeah. They, they probably put it all together then. Maybe. Maybe. That's a lot of minutes. It is 21 k per minute. Mm. But I think they've worked backwards. I think they know her salary and have said, "Well, she's only there for twenty four uh, yeah. minutes. This is what she earns." Yeah, I don't, I, think, I, don't, I don't think they're doing it per minute. Just, this is how much we're paying you. How much screen time you get is how much you exactly. screen time yeah, you get. Yeah, exactly. Because you're walking slow. <laughs> and also, that's when minutes that we see. Exactly. So apparently, the show's really, like, when the show's really oh, edited yeah, yeah, yeah. and exactly. they have to do things again, blah, blah. So, mm-hmm. oh, big up to you, Laura. Yeah, man. But um, yeah, so we'll see what um, Big Brother says when it comes out. Um, I'll let you guys know. I don't think it's going to be a review. You might be able to do that in the TDA community. Join the community. <laughs> But um yeah, we'll let you know anyway. So yesterday I reported that Vanessa 
yeah, Vanessa Bryant won 60 million from the lawsuit, which, you know, guys know that she took um, the fire department and the sheriff department to court over taking pictures of the victim's bodies and sharing it. Well, she got $60 million and she's decided to donate that to the Mamba and the Mamba Sitter Foundation, which is a foundation that was set up in honor and through the vision of Kobe and Gigi mm. to help like younger athletes, like young boys and girls who want to be athletes and just all of that. So I think that's really, really positive. I think that's amazing. And um, the word is that actually from the, from the start of this suit anyway, she was doing this for their legacy, to protect their legacy. Um, so yeah, I think it's amazing that she's doing this and yeah, yeah, I think it's positive, very positive yeah. news. So hopefully all goes well with that. Mm-hmm. And just to kind of read you guys a bit on, so on their website and stuff, they said their mission to the member, the member and the member sister for sports foundation is a nonprofit organization dedicated to creating positive impact for undeserved athletes and boys and girls in sports founded through the vision and loving memory of Kobe and Gianna Gigi Bryant. And um, so basically the foundation provides funding and sports programming for undeserved athletes to enable participation in school and or league sports that enrich social, emotional and physical development. And it says Kobe and Gigi's vision was to create a world where young boys and girls had equal opportunity to pursue their dreams through sports and life. The foundation honors their legacy by funding programs that support their vision. Mm. If I'm not wrong, I think they were on the way to a game, to watch a game actually for the foundation or something like that when mm. that crash happened. I remember it was something to do with that. But um, yeah, I think it's really, really positive that, that she's doing that. And I also know that she's kind of released like certain merch as well, kind of like exclusive stuff. So I remember she did, um, it was Gianna's birthday and she did like tracksuits and mm. it, was, um, it was purple and yellow and kind of like just the colours. And people basically bought it and all the money again from that went to um, the foundation. And I remember, I know she's also done like a jewelry collaboration as well. So it's like she's doing stuff that helps to raise funds for the foundation. So very positive and just sending healing to them. And the last bit is on my babes, Chris Brown. (laughs) So basically, you know, Chris Brown's on his tour at the moment, still winning the European dates. He did post something on his story the other day saying that he's going to be, he's planning... A European tour. Is this the little um, baby tour? That is, is it him and the baby that one talking about? Um, I'm not sure, you know, actually. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, so he's going to be doing a European... I will report on it, even though you guys have more competition for me trying to get tickets. But being in my job, I will let you guys know when the tickets come out. But, yeah, so um, he just did New Mexico the other day and he posted a video of, obviously, the crowd and whatever. And one thing about Chris Brown here, the man can perform. He just... He is a... Honestly, I just can't wait for the show. But anyway, so he put a post up and he says, New Mexico. He says, you see the people? Every show is packed like this. If it wasn't for my incredible fans, I would have been quit. I don't like the fake celebrity shit. Award shows haven't let me perform in years, yet my shows still sell out. Let me be great. And then one of the, um, a fan in the comments said, not even BET, BET Awards. Mm. And he said, nope. Anyway, you all should know the truth about BET now. The black is just in the BET. But didn't he perform? He performed at BET Awards after the whole round of stuff. Remember, he, he done the Michael Jackson tribute. Is that oh yes, 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 and it broke down. Yeah, yeah. That's Obviously, true. that was quite a long time ago. But so. Yeah, but I think since then he's. Do you think he kind of? I still feel like he's kind of blacklisted. I mm. think he's blacklisted. I think it was very clear he was blacklisted after the whole Rihanna stuff. 
And then obviously she forgave him. So I think people didn't really know where to stand with that. Mm. But I think beyond that anyway, he's still kind of blacklisted because obviously his name tends to be attached to stuff. You know, obviously around that time he had some other situations he was dealing with. But now I'll be honest, I feel like with Chris Brown here, people kind of just use his name in any kind of crime. Like I told you, I reported about the girl who, what did she do? She stole, what, she stole a car or something. Mm. And she put down his house and said that she's his wife. Do you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. And yeah. one time as well, some woman said that, you know, she was kidnapped by Chris Brown. Ridiculous. After she went to his house for a party. Who was out of the country? And that's the thing. Thank God, yeah, this man is not doing solo vacations. Mm. Because no one, they'll be like, oh, there's no receipts that you were away. Yeah. But thankfully, we can see him in other countries doing shows and stuff. And so when people are reporting these fake news, it's like, yeah. come on, man. But yeah, so he's, I guess he's a bit frustrated that, you know, he doesn't get, he doesn't get to perform at award shows. And which is wild to me because he's actually had some really big songs. I would have thought because you know usually when you have a big song like the No Guidance one with um, Drake. Drake, I could see that award show even go crazy. That was a lit summer. Yeah, and yeah, but hopefully um, things happen. I just think I think with Chris, I think Chris Brown is so talented. Yeah, he's so talented, but I can't help but think his success is capped because of what happened. Hundred percent. Do you get I me? Mean? Because he, the greatness would have been wild if that mm. never happened. Mm. But I just feel like even though he's putting in, he's doing all the things that can give him that greatness notoriety, but mm. because of what that happened, it's like he's not going to be allowed to ever get there. Yeah, I Whereas, think I think he'll have the biggest like what if stories. Yeah, mm. because like you said, if that never happens, Oof. like because he's still, I think with Chris Brown, I do believe he's been blackballed, but because his talent is so undeniable, yeah, you can't keep a man with that much talent down. Yeah, mm. you can't. Yeah. So imagine that never happened. God knows where he would be by now. He'd be mad. Cause this is what this is what I was gonna say. Do you, like who do you think is at a place where you think where you think Chris Brown would have been, or do you feel like Chris Brown is, is the highest? So, for example, where Drake is right now, yeah, that could have been Chris Brown. I think would have surpassed okay. that. Okay, okay, yeah, because I think with Chris Brown, yeah, because obviously Drake, like Drake is Drake. Prior to Chris Brown doing the, the thing he did, mm-hmm. a lot of people liked Chris Brown. Do you get what I mean? And mm. his songs and his music from when he came out was. Always so relatable. I feel like now, even with Drake, it's like some people don't like Drake, some people like Drake. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think with Chris Brown, he, the way he started, the way people loved him from when he started, mm-hmm. that love would have just carried on. Yeah. Just carried on. And I think even the younger generation would have even known about him. Like he would have been that. Like a Beyonce, maybe. Mm. Even bigger than Beyonce, maybe actually. But I think, yeah, I think that's just kind of kept him sadly, yeah. I think, forever. Mm. I don't I don't see people ever forgiving that. Yeah, no. If, if... Even though Rihanna's forgiven it, but I don't mm. think people forgiving it. If he would have been forgiven for this, it would have been years ago. Yeah. The, the more time goes by, the less likely it's going to be. Yeah. yeah. You think so? Yeah. You don't feel that people kind of... Because obviously, I'm not a woman, didn't happen to me, things of that nature, right? Yeah. But I don't ever think about it when I look at Chris Brown. Yeah, you know but that's, saying? Saying, that's you. That's what I'm you saying. People think about it. Yeah. yeah. To the a point lot, where people of, shame people. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, yeah, no, a lot of people, a lot of women still think about it. Mm. I don't think the men do it, if we're honest with you. Um... And a lot of girls don't fuck with Chris Brown, couldn't they? Yeah. Some girls still do, and it's up to them. I don't. I don't. No, but that's the thing that even girls who do like, and most I talk about Chris Brown, and I yeah. outwardly love Chris Brown. Yeah. People, people are shy for me for loving him. Like mm. people, we, we, people like Chris Brown and get shamed for liking Chris Brown. Yeah. Like a lot of times, people be like, "Oh, you guys are making a lot of noise." Even when it was gonna be Afro Nation, people on the timeline celebrating. Mm. People, like, you guys are so embarrassing, yeah. especially the women, especially the women. What? Mm. This might be a stupid question, but why do you think people are? more open to support Chris Brown mm-hmm. despite what he done. Yeah. And again, this might sound like a stupid question. More so than they are, actually. Mm. I think for me, 
R. Kelly's thing is like this is a trigger warning. It's like having sex with kids and mm. all that. That like, is pedophilia. Yeah. Mm. So I will all, like it's nasty to me. Pedophilia to some people is way worse than physical yeah. abuse. Yeah. For me, I, I I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. No, no, I understand. I hate to say it, but even if like someone died mm-hmm. because of physical abuse, still yeah. pedophilia will still make me. That extra sick. I'm not saying yeah. that would make me sick. Yeah, yeah. But, but the yeah. extra vomit is coming because yeah. of the Yeah, I think we had this yeah. convo on me and Sub Seven actually. Yeah. Subject. Yeah, same about what, what do we deem worse? Like, I think we were talking about murder or pedophilia. Mm. Pedophilia we, every time. We picked pedophilia being worse than murder, I believe. Okay. I can't remember. Exactly. That's the worst <laughs> yeah. thing because kids are so innocent. Like, mm. what yeah. the hell? Yes, I think, I, think, I think it's that. And I think also, though, to be fair, I think because seeing Rihanna forgive her, so forgive him. Mm. That helps on people as well because it's like, okay, the person who was like directly affected by this is forgiven him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think also some people as well, reports kind of came out that it was an abusive relationship. Mm. It's just that that time he took it too far. Mm. Do you yeah. get what I mean? So I think there's also that kind, that side of argument mm. as well. But Do you think if the picture of her face wasn't, wasn't released, that would have helped him? Maybe the way the public uh, see him? Because you saw yeah, I think yeah. So. the yeah. face. I think so, yeah. It's made it winning many times worse. Yeah, because even seeing him, I can see the face. Yeah, that that picture's in my head. I can saw, I can saw a picture. Now. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that was imprinted in people's um, minds. Mm. And I remember, like, the reports was that she tried to hide that. She didn't want her face to come out like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But then, unfortunately, it was mm. it happened. Sad man. So, so I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think, I think it's that because really, do you think about it? Yeah, like uh, people have. Couple, there's a lot of like toxic relationships where people fight and do all that kind of stuff. Like, mm. we've, like we've seen it so many times with love and hip hop and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think if yeah, I think if we never saw it, I think he would his career would have soared anyway. Mm. Sadly, yeah. do you get what I mean? But I think just seeing it when you're able to put something to the crime, it's yeah, it's it worse. Sense. But yeah. it's mm. crazy. But um. I mean, I want to conclude the sentence by saying I will let you guys know when the concert comes. It sounds a bit <laughs> tone deaf. So, um, yeah. You look and find out through the sun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just in the bear. Uh, People's Journal, next. <laughs> okay, people, welcome to the People's Journal, where I give you the news from an economics point of view. So, I kind of, I'm trying to see if, I, if there's any good to talk about, but there isn't, I'm afraid. At least you're trying. Yeah, I, I was trying, I was trying. I was trying to spin it in some type of way, mm. but not that good a politician. So, the first thing I want to talk about is basically um, restaurants, pubs, butchers, cafes, all these smaller type businesses. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, you know, earlier this week, they're all suffering from this whole um, energy crisis, right? And they're pretty much all banding together to kind of plead to the government and ask them to step in. So again, taxpayers' money perhaps will be, if obviously the government kind of agree, will yeah. be kind of going towards these type of things here. But um, I feel for them because like a lot of their their bills have kind of soared four hundred percent, which is crazy. Which is basically saying a lot of them are going to be outside out of business by the end of the year. Hence the whole chip shop fiasco we were talking about um, yesterday. Mm. Apparently, more than half of small companies, 54% of them, actually believe, right, that their running costs is going to force them to close. So just imagine a situation where you see 54% of all the shops in your area just closed. Yeah, this is not something that we can... I'm getting some tonight. Take what? (laughs) I'm getting some fish and chips. (laughs) But yeah, not not even just them, just all businesses. Imagine. That's sad, man. Yeah, it's crazy. 
And um, you know how uh, we've got the whole price cap that I was talking about um, before um, that Ofgem kind of regulates, right? Yeah. They're the energy watchdog. Um, business, businesses are not protected by that. You know what I'm saying? So, so even though our price cap is high and we have to, we're annoyed at that and, yeah. you know, they don't have a ceiling. It's just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. On top of that, they face paying 20% in VAT for the energy bills. We only pay like, no, well, no more households pay 5%. So you've got your bills, 5% on top. Obviously, it's all, it's all banded together. But them, they don't even have a cap, no ceiling to how much them, they get charged by these energy companies and they have to pay 20% VAT on top of that. Mm. So yeah, it's just causing them a lot. Of, a lot of them to just really kind of complain and be like, look, this is, this is ridiculous. I can't like, I live in my house. I live in my shop, you know, because how mad that is. You pay bills, you pay stupid bills like that in your shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you go back home as well and you then repeat the same bills. It's, it's crazy. It's and what's crazy. the taxes for? Do you know what I mean? Because I'm sure they pay like, they'll pay like different types of, different types of taxes. I can't remember what the shop tax is. Mm-hmm. Um, but you pay like council tax, you pay... Business, business rates. Business rates yeah. yeah, you pay business rates, you pay your tax. So what is all of this for if the time then we don't need you the most, this money can't And this help. is this is why I was saying this though. This is why I, I like it's 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 easy for us as people who maybe don't have businesses or yeah. who are tenants and stuff to 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 really look down or, or you know kind of look at them harshly, you know, landlords and business owners. Yeah. But they pay so much. Honestly, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like to just just to keep doing what they're doing. Yes, they may live a bit better than us, but it's not easy. They really mm-hmm. go through certain things, you know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, they're, they're not doing it because, you know, they're trying to be nice or whatever. They're doing it because there's an incentive to, to make profit. Yeah. If that profit goes, the economy collapses. All of us suffer together, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's not as easy as sometimes um, it's, it's portrayed out there. And just to give an example of one particular guy, yeah, he's a butcher. He said um, the energy supplier... Raised his annual bill, yeah, from seven thousand pounds. That's how much he was paying a year. Mm-hmm. Now, twenty two thousand. Twenty two thousand from seven thousand. From seven thousand pounds. Nah, sorry, they embezzling this money. It's not making <laughs> sense. The maths is really not mathing like that. That's wild. This is, this is ridiculous. It's wild. It's ridiculous. It's, it's, and that's one individual. Yeah, yeah. this is just one shop. He said, basically, in a, in a good year, they would make a profit of £30,000. So, and, and again, like I was saying, a lot of people think businesses, they're just rich, right? But he, in a year, profit, 30 k Now, with the energy bills, they're at a loss. In, just, just like that, immediately, they're at a loss. Then imagine factoring in the fact that people won't even have the expenses to even come and, and patronize your business. You're done for. Is it really costing the government this much money or whoever's in charge of getting the oil and the fuel all these things is it really costing them this much money for them to be justified to charge us like this I can't say for sure I can't say for sure but again it's just it's, it's um, economics it because because right because you can't get it from Russia and all these other places yeah. that everyone relied on you're having to go to other people and those other people in other countries and different sources can charge you a premium because they know you, that you need, need to it. come mm. here you know what I'm saying it's just how it works you know, seven thousand to twenty-two thousand is yeah, mad. It's crazy. But don't, don't get me wrong; those energy um, companies will obviously try and make sure they've got profit too. Yeah. But it's it's just part of of, of business. But yes, yeah, seven k to twenty-two thousand pounds. We could have had it so easy. It's ridiculous. I mean, Eve didn't need that apple. <laughs> <laughs> and to kind of um, continue from there, since we'll kind of mention Ofgem, 
yesterday I was talking about important dates that everyone kind of needs to be careful, uh, mindful of, not careful, yeah. mindful of, right? And one of them was the 26th of August, which is today. And that's basically the day that Ofgem announces the new energy price cap. Mm-hmm. So that's the amount of money that, like I said, um, the, the maximum amount of money we will be able to, we'll be paying. But obviously, we will be paying that basically, if that makes yeah. sense, right? So it's not like it protects us. It protects us because obviously it could be more, but it's a lot more mm-hmm. anyway. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So anyway, long story short, um, Ofgem have approved a £1,578 increase, right? On the current figure of £1,971. So basically, households in, 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 in the UK um, from October um, basically face an average gas and electricity bill of £3,549 a year. Like I said, prior to that, it was one five. Now, the average household is going to be paying three five. Uh, 80%. £2,000. 80% increase. So, yeah. I'm over it. I'll be honest. With you. I mean, like, I'm over it at this point. Yeah. Candles, man. Candles. <laughs> Honestly. For real. Honestly. For real. It's sad, man. Um, again, we. You got more? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's more. <laughs> People need to know immediately. Listen, you only have fun this weekend. <laughs> hey, sorry, by the way, are we here on Monday? Nah. No. Oh, okay. Can't call it. Um, actually, you know what? This could, might be a bit of good news, actually. Mm, kind of. Because I spin it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was trying best. It's for people that it's for people that um shopping Waitrose. <laughs> Get out of here. Brent Kelly's mic. Shopping Waitrose. Don't you see people trying to fight in Lidl? And oh, Lidl's oh, giving oh, Waitrose oh, prices these days. Oh, oh, joking. Well, I'm I'm kind of joking. It's not just Waitrose. It's actually Lidl. So basically, and Lidl, yeah. So basically, um, they're announcing that they're looking to sell. Stunted and wonky-looking fruit and vegetables. Do you know normally, right? I know it doesn't seem like the biggest deal in the world, in it. But you know normally they try to make sure all the bananas and all, all the fruit and veg looks perfect. Cucumbers yeah. are not bent like this, and you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And the rest they kind of throw away, right? But because of the drought that happened recently, this whole yeah. heat wave, obviously the fruit and veg are not getting all the the, the minerals, the water that it needs. Yeah. So that's why it increases all of them kind of growing in some weird type of fashion. Right. So what is my own theory about that? But go on. <laughs> well, basically, what they're saying is, we're not going to throw that stuff away. We're going to give it to the supermarkets. And so, I mean, they give they give it to the supermarkets, but the supermarkets supermarkets are not going to throw it away. They're going to sell them at a discounted price. Because uh, exactly, I'm not, I'm not sure. We and this is why this is foolishness. <laughs> because first of all, yeah, they should already be doing that. But do you know? It is it's it's more so to help the farmers because the farmers. Like, they're only going to buy the stuff from the farmers that they can use, isn't it? You know yeah. what I'm saying? But they're saying, look, we're going to take this stuff too. So instead of you lot kind of having a bigger loss, we'll pay you for the stuff so you can continue farming because it's not your fault about the drought and we'll sell this on to our customers. When do these things hit the shelf? I'm, I'm going to go do my investigation because I know <laughs> for a fact here, they're going to pay the farmers. They're going to ask for discount from the farmers. Is it the, yeah. the farmers are the ones that's in charge of the thing growing wonky, right? Mm. And then they're going to come to the shops and sell it to us for normal prices because there's shops that should already sell these things anyway. Yeah. Someone like, is it is it Morrison or is it Tesco? One of them, mm. they actually have like a bag of like wonky potatoes. Yeah. yeah. And when I want to go there, I just yeah. buy it because is this the potato in there? But the thing is, yeah. what I was going to say was, do these disfigured 
crops, do they taste different? Is it less quality? No, the same. Exactly, because when you cook it and you chop it up, they both look the same. The straight cucumber and the wonky cucumber, when you chop it up how you want it, it's the same, isn't it? And this is why I say I have a theory. I have a theory. They're injecting our foods. The foods we eat in this country is not it. These foods, because sometimes, have you ever seen bananas in a plantain? What do you mean, really like massive ones? Just massive. And I'm thinking, hmm, this is interesting. (laughs) Or sometimes that the things are looking extra small, extra big. The, Lord, <laughs> bring the rapture. This is more than a theory. It's a fact. Yeah, but 100%. yeah, they always. Yeah, they've been doing this. Yeah, I mean, they they stuff all the time. So when they're talking about it's one blah, blah, bro, it's what you did. No, but that's more so because um the drought. Like you know, what I'm saying like yes, they they are putting stuff in, but that stuff is still it basically it's still dependent on having certain essentials like the sunlight yeah. and, and and the water, and, you know, the irrigation system, and things of that nature. So yeah, normally. They will say, no, we don't want them tomatoes shaped like that. But, you know, they're kind of just making, they're accommodating them. You see organic fruits here, organic vegetables, whatever. Mm-hmm. Are those the ones that don't have the, the extra designs yeah. in them? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. But it's different. That's what they even tell us. So you've got the organic and then you've got the non-GMO. So you can have um, the GMO ones, then the organic, then there's something else, I think. But- but by having these segregated categories, they're telling you that these are the ones that we're putting shit in then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and the ones they're not putting shit in is stupid expensive. So people mm-hmm. are going to end up buying the ones they put shit <sighs> Listen, this world, yeah. Yes. There you go. It's all a mess. There's a reason why for these things. Mm-hmm. The reason why they've got us in shit foods. I think people should start taking up um, gardening more, you know. Mm. If you've got a garden, oh, yeah, so. you say why? Not gonna say where. Oh, oh. <laughs> if you have a garden, if you don't have a garden, then. But still, it's even you, you know they got um, what are they called? Zingy, even if you don't have a garden, you're talk, you talking about um and the plants, uh, allotments. Yes, thank you. The allotments. <laughs> That's an allotment though. What's an allotment? People have it. So basically, um, there's certain areas where the borough's got um certain space right? yeah, yeah, yeah. where people it's all cut up like you know. I don't know, I don't know certain shapes, right? Yeah, <laughs> and people kind of use that land. They hire it or they buy it or whatever yeah. to grow their vegetables. Okay, yeah. so it would be like my square. So you yeah, can't just yeah. come in and get my no, tomatoes. Not yeah. Not at all. People do it. The first place I heard about allotments was on East Enders. Oh, was it? There was a couple of characters that had allotments. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's where I first heard, heard about. I've actually got a friend who's younger than me who's got an allotment. See? Okay. See? Yeah. It's worth it. It's worth it, man. Well, it's, um, it's hard work, but you know. Yeah. That's the thing. It's hard work and respectfully, mm-hmm. I don't get manicures for that. I'm not really a gardening I'm <laughs> really not yeah, gardening, really. it's not really my thing but I would like cheaper but then it, it would take so long to grow by that time inflation's probably done anyway like it's just <laughs> I need a solution now <laughs> but think of it this way as well if you've got excess yeah. obviously you can just give it away people just give it away to their neighbours and whatnot. and how would that help me financially <laughs> but you could sell it you could mm-hmm. yeah, you could there you go Yes. Lord help us all. That's all really there is to say, isn't there? Still got a couple more things. So, um, <laughs> there's uh, basically... Uh, Longer than two headlines. <laughs> three more train operators and companies that are looking to strike again. So you've got mm-hmm. Chilton Railways, Northern Trains, and Transpennine Ex- Express. And basically, yeah, they've all walked out in a dispute over pay. No dates have been set, so I can't tell you what dates are going to mm-hmm. be. Um, yeah, but... Yeah. It's a strike this weekend, isn't it? Um, bus, 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 bus strikes. Yeah. Yes, bus strikes. Yeah. It's Saturday and Sunday, isn't it? Or Sunday and Monday? I'm not too sure. But it's definitely this weekend. Mm. And I, I believe they said that only 10% of the 
of their service is going to be running, if I'm not mistaken. What are we going to do when they go carnival? This is it. This is why. You have to, you know, the strikes are hitting, hitting people where it hurts so they can get their money, you know? It's crazy. And the very, very last thing is, yesterday I spoke about um, Bank of England and the interest rates and how it may mm. go up from 1.75% to 2.25%. Yeah, people are basically saying, look, based on how things are looking, Bank of England may be forced to raise interest rates up to 4%. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> They've just gone again. So yeah, man. Um, yeah. But it just, yeah. Don't know for sure. Could be just pure speculation, like most things. But they're saying to kind of combat, you know, inflation, they may have to do that. You know what I'm saying? You know so, what? Yeah. The millennials are really living through a lot. Because mm. I lived through a pandemic. Well, pandemic and a monkey box. Um, <laughs> the last recession when I was younger, even though I don't feel like we ever came out of it, but mm. I was younger. Mm-hmm. All those effects on my pocket money. But this time, I'm really in the depths of it. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. never ending. Yeah, man. It's sad. But yes, yeah. hopefully next week I'll have something positive. Soon. You never do. I'll try. <laughs> it, worst case scenario, I'll talk about the people that made loads of money at Carnival. It's economics. Yeah, but would that be black people then? Hopefully, baby. Black people that live in, where is it? West London? People, please, go out there. Go Costco now. Buy a supermarket. Go on the side. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You mean the ones who live yeah, literally yeah, yeah. on the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a smart business idea, you know? What a lot of them do is, well, some of them, they hire their house. Not hire, yeah, but they let toilet. people use the toilet. Yeah, they charge exactly. them for the toilet. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. It's nasty, though, but that's smart. <laughs> and you can even make food. Yeah. And little snacks. They make a lot of money, you know? A decent amount of money. No, that's so smart. Mm-hmm. Might as well. I wish I knew about this before. <laughs> I would have done something, made, made some plans of my own. All right. Is that, that it? That is it for me. I right, love Let's get into this. What would you do? Okay. Grand rising, people. Sisters, this is short. And I know I'm not bugging out. Probably not. My best friend has just started following my man on socials. And I don't understand why. I don't need any of my friends to be following my man. I'm not suggesting that there is anything booky going on. I just don't understand why you have to be following him. How do I approach this? Wait, am I bugging out? Love you guys. P.S. I'm in the community. LOL. That's someone that knows good things. He's in the community. 100%. Join the community. Community Community.thenewblack.com. Mm-hmm. I saw this tweet. I don't know why it made me laugh. What? Um, <laughs> this, this, this dilemma, I believe this comes from a tweet that this girl done. Okay, okay, okay. It was on um, Shebara. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, I'm not, I don't mind my friends following my man. Mm-hmm. Because I think if he's someone that's friendly and it's cool, if you met him a few times, that's fine. I don't want him to follow you first. I don't know how I want the following to happen. Mm. I don't want him following you first. So don't be a big babe. Stop it. But at the same time, if you follow him, it's like, okay, it is what it is. It's cool. I think if if, the, if you guys are, if you get to see him here and there, and yeah. that's fine. Do you know what I mean? I don't think I don't want my man to never talk to any of my friends. Just in case something happens. I'm sorry, how are you going to plan my proposal? So, I was just about that, to say Do you get know what I mean? The same thing, birthday, dinner, surprise birthdays. Yeah, but they can have, he can have their numbers for that. That's even worse. I was just about to say that. You said that's worse. So, so right. Is it worse to have the numbers? I have, yes. I have, I've always made a point to get a few of my girlfriend's friends' numbers. Mm. Would you follow them on In social? case of emergencies, in yeah. case of, like you say, planning stuff. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's important. Imagine... Your girl's out with her friends and her phone dies or something happens so you can't get through to her. That's right. true. That who's, the next, who's the next of kin? All yeah. right, you really <laughs> yeah. are the, um, 
Voice of reason on that one. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Okay, made me think, making me think. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, okay, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, that's actually very fair. But do you feel like, because I, I would have thought social media is less intrusive. Yes. That's what I'm, that's what, that's yeah, what so for somebody who doesn't want your man following you on socials, the number will be well, weird. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure this girl wouldn't want her boyfriend having her she don't numbers hear it. for sure. Mm. She doesn't want to hear it. Yeah. If she don't want socials, she definitely don't want to hear numbers. No. But that is actually, I've never thought about that. That's actually a point I'm going to take that on in mm. real life. But um, I personally think, I personally, me, I don't think it's a big deal. I think that the only time I will have a problem is if I follow my friends. My friend was a trifling so-and-so, mm. then I'll have a problem. If it's that kind of, you know certain friends here yeah, where they flirt with him. They don't know boundaries. Yeah. yeah. They comment on how good looking he is or yeah. they see him, they squeeze his arm, like stuff like that. Very touchy. Hey, hello. Yeah, that I would kind of like, I wouldn't block yeah. him before we even get to even get to follow you. If, I'm not, no shame in my game. If your friends were already following him on socials prior to you being together yeah, and then you got with him, would you expect them to unfollow him? Definitely not. No. You guys are cool before. If we break up though, and something bad happens, if it's not like a mutual nice breakup, mm. maybe he hurt me mm. and what he did was mad to me, you better unfollow. Mm. Better unfollow. Because I would. Mm. Unless we were, unless we've got a, a separate friendship before, yeah. you can picture, then that's different. I'm not going to get involved. But if it's like, uh, you knew of him, but you never really interacted with him. Yeah. The only reason why you interact with him now is because of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I leave the situation, we're all leaving. Come on, yeah. girls. Yeah. Let's go. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But I don't personally, I don't want to say you're, you are bugging out. Yeah, no, no. I think yeah. she's bugging. I think she's looking too much into it. Like, yeah. your best friend is just looking at him like, oh, that's that's my best friend's man. Yeah. Let me follow him. Like, yeah. we're all family now. Support. We're all yeah. friends. Yeah. 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 I don't think she's trying to be trifling. Yeah, I don't yeah. think she's trying to be trifling. But I think if you know your friend and you know your friend's track record. Yeah. And, that, and, you, and maybe you didn't want to expose Ex- your friend exactly, on here, then yeah. that makes sense. That's yeah. fair. Mm. But um, I don't think it's a big deal, personally. I want mm. my, I want my, I want my man and my friends have a good relationship where mm. it's, they they even joke around and yeah. that kind of, but not like yeah. joke, you know, mm-hmm. not flirty kind of joking, mm-hmm. but they're cool enough. Like if they come around the house or if we're going out or wherever he sees us, be like, oh, like he, do you mean just a good yeah. relationship, a good rapport? I want that. I mm-hmm. absolutely, like, I don't want to be with a man who's bad vibes, mm-hmm. who my friends don't want to be around. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I don't want it to be a thing where I'm like, oh, he's going to drop me or he's going to, he's going to come. Obviously, I'm not really the girl who would let her man come to things. Mm-hmm. But if it's something that's not that deep where he could actually come to, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be like, oh, my man's coming. Everyone's like silent, like, oh, gosh, okay. Yeah. Mask kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? I don't want that kind of situation. Mm. I actually want them to have a really good relationship. Yeah, exactly. Beyond the birthdays, beyond the surprises, beyond the engagements. Like, just to, it just makes life easier. Like, why would no, you not I want agree. your man to get on with your friends and your friends not get on with your man as well? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Let's flip it though. Would you want your, the man to be uh, up in your girlfriend's gram? Mm. Following, liking. That's the Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind at all. You wouldn't mind? No. Because I don't think any of my guys will, you know, violate. Okay. Like the it. pictures. See? Yeah. 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 Would you? Would I mind though? No. Sorry, yeah. I cut you off. No, I was just going to say, like, it might be also because I don't put too much weight on what following and liking yeah. pictures yeah. means. Yeah, I think it's that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I would. If my friends were commenting on my man's pictures... Depends what the comment is. Bro. Yeah, yeah, you said that. Really depends what the comment yeah. is. But I'm sure your friends wouldn't be leaving inappropriate comments. Yeah. On his Instagram. I can't like it. I don't think I want to see a starstruck with my friends. <laughs> well, the love, the love eyes. <laughs> yeah. Why would they, why would your friends you put you a love? Do that one. <laughs> so you, I'm thinking of a kind of comment. I think you two did fire emoji. Yeah. Yeah. Fire. The hands like, up. That one. Yeah. yeah. A clap. Yeah. A young trophy. Yeah. The um snowflake. Yeah. Yeah. The cool glasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But some, some, some girls were still reading to that 
That's true. As their friend telling them, telling their man that they rate him. He's hot. Mm. <laughs> you put fire on there. Why you put fire on there? Is he you trying to say my man's hot? Mm. Because they oh. think the pictures, they do think the picture's fire, so they probably do find them attractive too. Yeah, but the picture's fire though. That's fine. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. I don't mind that. I think that the love struck one. Yeah, no, but yeah. that's stupid. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, even if you thought that, you wouldn't put that there. Yeah, yeah. sleep my man. That's Damn. mad. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. That's, that's kind of disrespectful. Right? Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is love struck about this man? Yeah. Yes, I know he is. Yes, he's good looking. Yes, but why are your eyes doing that? What about if it was a certain type of picture? Let's just say there's one picture where he's in a suit or he's wearing native. Cool. Mm. What if he was topless and they stayed on the fire emoji? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. No. <laughs> nope. Huh? Nope. Or like he had a print. Oh, and you're doing fire emoji. <laughs> nope. What no. if what if he was an influencer? Nope. Hmm. Let, 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 let the other girls who be doing that in his comments do that. Mm. Don't, that's not for you to do. Okay. Yeah, I think there, there's certain appropriate pictures. Like, mm. there's even like some guys, say mm. like my, my man is friends with certain guys. Yeah. Like his friends that, that mm-hmm. I follow anyway. I don't put certain comments on there because mm. it's just, it's, it's rude. Yeah, yeah, do you yeah, get what yeah. I mean? And yeah. if it's like they're topless, for example, I'm not putting... Mm-hmm. Even you guys' pictures, I'm not like, actually, I think yours, I did like a clap or something. Mm. I might say something like funny because I would say it on the show or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I wouldn't like do anything inappropriate. Yeah. Do you get mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nah, man. But liking, Suck the, pic- offense. But, but liking the picture is okay though, right? Why is Brent grabbing the mic? Please put the mic back. Yeah, it's because Emmanuel had a topless picture and I remembered you jumped on it. And I'm thinking. We didn't jump, first of all. <laughs> First of all, we didn't jump on it. Mm. You see, you can get receipts. No, no, no. I was just, I was just waiting to see where he's going with this. <laughs> Let me go and check. You no, know, the picture with him, and he's next to the, the sign that says vegan something. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that one. I think yeah, you know, you and Koiba said that he's got abs like bread rolls or something. Oh, yeah. But we, see, I'm not in the comments. We just said, um, what's it called? We said it on the show. Because mm. I don't, listen. Let me see. I'm you sure just, you didn't leave a comment? Brent, I didn't. I'm checking. Um, I actually didn't. Emmanuel, can you help us out? Did she leave a comment? I don't, I, How are you telling I, me? I'm on, look, I'm on I this don't page. think so. Emmanuel, what's, what's the drafts looking like these days? My what? Drafts. <laughs> Emmanuel, I, ain't got, I ain't got no drafts. You got no drafts anymore. The drafts are clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're clear, man. I, I, I'm waiting for uh, tomorrow. Oh, you got to kill people. Quite a screenshots for TDA. This was on a, a topless one. Nah, man. Wait, listen, this is a this is a professional working environment, friend. There, there you go. Hey, I don't need to make no calls around there. <laughs> yeah, I don't be doing that. I just yeah, I, I can't lie to you. I think it's rude, man. Right. Can't be doing all of that. Mama, I just thought I saw you, but never mind. No, you definitely didn't. Right. <laughs> I don't. I don't be in men's comments except actually, I don't be in anyone's comments. No. <laughs> but yeah, man, crazy. Mm. But yeah, sis, I think you should be a bit lighter with it. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, don't make an issue out of nothing. Mm-hmm. But again, if you obviously everyone knows who their friends are, if you know your friend is a funny one, mm-hmm. then that makes sense. But if she's not, if she's just literally a cool babe and just chilling, it's social media. I think we'd place, we think too deeply into social yeah, media. Yeah, definitely. We do. It's actually very definitely. weird. Like it's weird how, I was saw a tweet the other day, someone was saying how it's weird how um, you can actually not like someone's content. Mm. But because you don't know them in real life yet, mm-hmm. you can't even unfollow them. Because mm. it might, because it could actually be a problem in real life that could mute pull them, you up on it. Mute them. Yeah. yeah, oh, mute is my favorite thing to do. Yeah, I don't even know you could do that. Yes, yeah, mute oh, the yeah. shit out of people. I mute people for, I love it. Sometimes I forget that I'm muting someone. I'm thinking, bro, yes. why, have, why haven't I seen this person for a while? Check that page. Oh, because I muted your story and your feed. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, 
like, you okay? Yeah. yeah. And then I go there, I'm like, oh. Oh, it was, it was, it was, it was me. me. It was me, yeah. <laughs> it was me all along. <laughs> and I'm fine, I just leave it muted anyway, because there's a reason why. <laughs> but no, man. So, consensus, she's, um, she's yeah, bugging? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah, I think she's, I think she's bugging. Well, she, I think she's bugging, but let's not dismiss the fact that some people are trifling and some people mm-hmm. do want your man to know that they like them or they think they're attractive. So they put that like there as a, I see you. I see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's bugging, but there is some, there's some truth to what she's kind of saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember one time there was a girl on Twitter, she did a thread here um, about her, she has this friend who used to like, she was very interested in her man, mm. but like, as in like, wants to be friends with him and wants to be that, blah, blah, and whatever, yeah. whatever. I said one time they went out here and she must have had an asthma attack. Yeah. And she's recovering in the in the hotel bed. Yeah. While she's there trying that, just recovering, whatever, <laughs> puts her head up. Mm. She sees her boyfriend and the girl canoodling. What? Crazy scenes. Very, <laughs> very crazy. I'm here. My lung about to let go of me. And this is what you guys are doing. Mad, but some people don't trust their friends, and I, I get why. But I also think that I wouldn't have friends around me that I didn't trust. There you go. So that's another problem, especially as she said, that's her best friend. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but a you, lot of girls but, have friends like that. But you've heard stories before where you know best friends sleep with that's true. even siblings, isn't it? Sometimes. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't yeah. about that. I mean, you see, yeah, it, you some see siblings, it. Yeah. yeah, you see it. That's wild to me, you know. That we can't come back from that. I don't yeah. care. No, I'm even, even, I've, I've heard stories like that. Even yeah. them. Um, what do these two lights can girls do? Oh, um, those ones that. Oh, um, Clement, Clement Twins. Clement Twins. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Is it that? UK, yeah, UK that, people, yeah. No, no, they're no, not no. UK. They came, they were in the UK. Oh, the Americans. Yeah. You oh. talking about the, with that with the guy with the braids? He was picking up at the at the party. No, it's like some um, mixed race girls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it them? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Like plastic surgery heavy. No, I don't think so. You know. Who, who you talking about? Because oh, this is like some. Like, one of them light skin. Yeah, light skin girls. You see them on um, Shade Barra. Yeah, what were they called? Is it? Shannon and something. I don't know. And the sister was basically saying that she stepped with the... Yeah. Oh, um, I know which one you're talking about. Um, I don't know what they do. I don't know what they do. I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't even know. I don't know who they are. What did you have? But I know what you're talking about. Oh, you're talking about gassed up lighties? I think that's it. Yeah. I think oh. That's it. Yeah, I think that's it. They yeah. don't count. I don't know what they do. <laughs> <laughs> they, do. they don't count. <laughs> I don't know what they do. But they and what they do can stay with it. <laughs> like, For real. Yeah, but no, I've heard I've heard stories of like stuff like that. But mm. I think if my like say a friend of mine said my man or whatever, yeah, mm. it would have to be out of nowhere. Mm. It wouldn't be because I've stayed in a friendship knowing this girl is capable of such. Do you get what mm. I mean? But there are some women who stay in friendships where they know their friend is capable of such. Mm. But then what they do is that they make every effort to ensure that the man, the man's path and the friend's path never crosses. Mm. For me, I don't want a friend like that around yeah, me anyway. Yeah, man. I just, yeah. I wouldn't want someone like that around me. Yeah, thanks. Anyway, people be doing mm. stuff. But yeah, guys, just a reminder, if you would like to send voice notes or messages or anything in for asking for a friend or sis, what would you do? The number is 075-6484-1073. Or you can send, you can email TDA submissions at thenewblack.com. Um, do let us know what segment it's for. So maybe hashtag asking for a friend or says what would you do? And yeah, well, let's get into our last headlines. Okay, so this is a bit of an update about the home, the whole um, Homes for Ukraine scheme. So a British mother who took in two Ukrainian refugees says she felt totally used and underappreciated as she vowed to never again take part in the government's Home for Ukraine scheme. 
Clara Maguire, who's 54, from Dorset, is one of a growing number of Brits who have abandoned the program following a breakdown in relations with their displaced guests. Others claim that they've actually been duped by non-vulnerable Ukrainians, while many have yet to receive a penny of the monthly £350 payments promised by the government, some six months after Putin first invaded. Uh, Ludmila Zosim, who's 44 and a mother from Kiev, hit back at some of these claims and she said that it's because the British hosts can't understand what her people are going through and that they've never fled from war. A trauma uh, charity even agreed with her as they called for more mental health training for hosts alongside better access to services for refugees to avoid placing further strain on the NHS. It comes as a quarter of British families taking part in a scheme are set to quit in the in next coming weeks with the majority citing a lack of support amid the cost of living crisis sparked by soaring inflation and sky-high energy bills. Hosts have also reported delays in receiving their monthly £350 grants, which are paid out by local councils, with pressure mounting on ministers to actually double the aid to £700. One furious Brit in South London told the Mail that he has not received a penny despite looking after refugees in his home since May. Oh, wow. Yeah. Some claim that they've spent thousands to care for their refugees, whilst the local government association which represents 361 councils in England and Wales, said it only received the government grant money in June and was having to backdate um, the payments. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's very, very crazy. At the moment, I just wanted to kind of share some figures. What it's looking like is that um, 20, I believe it's 20, was it 21%? So give me one moment. I wonder if any 20... black families took them in. Say again? How many? I wonder if any black families took them in. Mm. Black people going off on their plate. Yeah. I, th- I think some probably did, though. Yeah, some probably did, I think. Mm. I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Anyone from the community do? Let us know. That you know. <laughs> you never know. Our community is very generous, man. You never know. Mm. 25% um, currently um, basically said, look, six months is enough for me. So, in the, like I said, in the coming few um, weeks, they're looking to, to quit the whole scheme. 30% said they're willing to go up to a year. 23% said they're looking to go more than a year. And 15% said they're not sure. So, even though you get people complaining about certain things, it seems that people are kind of adjusting to that way of life, I feel. Listen, the 15% of the ones haven't been paid yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> said, listen. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. But it's, it still seems like a decent figure, you know what I'm saying, where... More than a year. People are looking to, to do this for more than a year. So, like, almost a quarter of them. You know what yeah, I'm but saying? When you think about it, though, even the £350 is rude considering what the climate is. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's a whole ass human being. More than one, but perhaps sometimes. It's, it's a family sometimes. And it's only, and it's not 350 per individual. It's 350 no. per household. Yeah. That's so dead. You, you, they're using you. You got to feed them as well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's too much to ask for. Yeah. Happen to feed you them. You got to feed them. No. Housing bill, um, the water bill. Electricity. And sometimes you know people come to your house and they don't know how things work around you. So just leave the water running, leave the light on, all of that stuff. Even that heat wave, extra fan. Crazy. They're if eating. I, if I ever done that, I'm saying, look, all you get from me is a bed, bro. Yeah. You better fend for yourself. I think they do get some type of benefit though from the from the government. That's separate that goes to the family. Yeah. Sorry, to the to the refugees. Mm. Oh, so I don't need to feed you then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Go and buy your own food. Yeah, I guess so. But imagine so, they know that they're going to buy their own food. You have to help them with that as well. Yeah, no, initially, I'm like, okay, there's Tesco's. I'll show you where Tesco's is. <laughs> That's it. And the thing is, they're on some extended um, 
stay. So mm. what are they doing during that time? Exactly. Mm. So they're at home rinsing whatever resources yeah. that the yeah. family has. Did Pati Patel give them jobs? Did she work out some kind of scheme for them to work? She's probably working out a scheme to get rid of them. Boy. Do you get me? So I feel like, yeah, because you're even at home. And you know when you're at home and you're bored, you eat more. <laughs> so yeah. they're extra hungry. Yeah. yeah this, is why, this is why the guy was saying he's, um, they've spent thousands to care for them. And he hasn't received one payment? No. I'm sorry, he eats he as well. There's a way around this, sir. Yeah, but even if he spent, what, thousands, what, a month or thousands? <laughs> I, think, I think generally he spent thousands. But it's basically money that he didn't need to but spend. But the money he's, he's receiving isn't even up to that anyway. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So what's the point? He's out here giving, doing roast dinners. He, he's just doing it out of the kind of his heart then, yeah, really. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, but, but it's still frustrating that I haven't even received the thing I'm meant to be getting. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah. So but, you should threaten them and say that you don't want them anymore and all of a sudden they'll give you payments. Boy. Um... Next headline is uh, surrounding Mr. Rishi Sunak. Um, I feel like he's trying to make himself look a bit better, but he's kind of got a lot of backlash for this. But anyway, so Rishi Sunak has said that the government gave too much power to scientists during COVID lockdowns and was not honest about the potential downsides. Mm. The Tory leadership contender and former chancellor told The Spectator that ministers were banned from talking about the trade-offs involved. He also said it was wrong to scare people with posters showing COVID patients on ventilators. Remember those posters? Mm. Um, Former aide to um, Boris Johnson, Dominic Cummins, who was a key down-the-street advisor during the first part of the pandemic, said he was talking dangerous rubbish and that his interview reads like... Sorry. (laughs) His interview reads like a man whose epically bad campaign has melted his brain and he's about to quit politics. <laughs> this guy feels like a Nigerian, you know? Yeah, he does. He really does. That's Sa- so funny. Scientists who advised the government during the pandemic have also hit back at Mr. Sunak's comments, stressing that ministers were always responsible for decisions made. Mr. Sunak attempted to laugh off Mr. Cummins', Mr. Cummins um, comments in an interview. That guy's on- name is very unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, he tried to laugh it off, right? And he insisted he was not about to leave politics and that there was still everything to play for in this whole Tory leadership race. His, his um, rival, this trust, who at the moment is favourite to become the next PM on the 6th of September, according to the polls of party members, said the government had gone too far with lockdowns, particularly on keeping schools closed. In his Spectre interview, Sunak said the negative impacts of lockdown on society were never part of internal discussions. Adding meetings were literally me around that table just fighting. He added, the script was never to acknowledge them, them being the potential downsides of lockdown. Mm. The script was, oh, there's no trade-off because doing this for our health is good for the economy. He insisted he had made an emotional plea to keep schools open, but was met with a big silence from his colleagues. So yeah, man, seems like he's coming out to talk about how bad the decisions were before and how he tried to rectify things. I think just try and make him look like he's got heart and all that type of stuff. But everyone's just saying, mate, stop the cap. <laughs> he, yeah. He's just, yeah. I would find it funny how politicians, yeah, when it's time, when it's their time to run or whatever, they then come and be like, start criticizing the other person and blah, yeah. blah. Mm-hmm. What did you do around that time to try and help the situation? You did nothing. Yeah. Not enough anyway. Exactly. So, yeah. Anyway, joke, that's the end of the headlines. Right, well, this is a quick show today, isn't it? Or this is quite quick. 
Um, it might have been, you know. A little bit. Not, not, yeah, not, I feel like it was... Not, not too fast, but it was decent. Brief one. All right. Well, let's get into... Not too fast. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into our outro. All right. So we told you guys, like this video, because I know you enjoy the content. We've enjoyed the content all week. Subscribe to our channel. Let's get to 3K. Join the TNB network, community.thenewblack.com. Because on there tonight, we're going to be giving you guys some tea. And you won't know the tea unless you're part of the network. So there's only one clear solution to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Yusuf has also put in there a question for you guys in terms of rotation on Monday. Yeah. Um, so any new music you guys you know, think I should check out, any recommendations, let me know in the community and I'll give it a listen. If I like it enough, I'll review it on Tuesday. Lovely, lovely. Yeah. Yes, we'll not be here on Monday. Um, what else is there? Follow us on our social media platforms the day after TNB. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Give us 1K on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate you guys. Appreciate you messaging us. Appreciate appreciate you guys reaching out to us separately, together, all that great stuff. Um, if you'd like to send voice notes of text messages in 75 and the lives are back on Tuesday, aren't they? Yes, I was just about to say that to you. Yeah. Um, the lives commence on Tuesday. Um, and the live will only be accessible in the community. Okay. Like Esther keeps saying. So what, is there like a live um, function? Uh, no, there'll or be just, like just a, a link. A link. Okay, yeah, okay. There'll be a link. So you can yeah. only get it in the community. That's right. And there's just going to be a bunch of different things. But again, you only know if you're in the community, man. Yeah, so 7 p.m. When, you, when this episode comes out, right, at 7 p.m., and you click on it, mm-hmm. like it, there you subscribe go. to the channel, then pause, go to the Mighty Network. There you go. Get the tea, then come back and watch <laughs> the episodes. Exactly. Sounds like a great, pla- great Friday night to me. Yes. And again, there's going to be details of the memberships as well that we're talking yes. about, right? Um, and all of that's going to be there from 7 p.m. today. But in addition to that, all of that that you're going to see at 7 p.m., all them perks are going to be free for the entire month. Spoiler alert. Yeah, it's going to be free for the entire month. So please, guys, check it. Spread the news. Community.thenewblack.com. Everything's going to be there. And you might just see new faces next week as well. Also, this is completely unrelated. Did Marcus do his teeth? What made you say that? Because he posted the video on his story. Okay. And he was smiling and I was looking at his mouth. I was thinking, wait a minute. (laughs) And I felt like he was trying to be subtle, but he was trying Mm. to announce it at the same time. And he, he tagged it straightening. <laughs> and I was like... Okay, well... <laughs> and I looked at his mouth and I said, wait a minute. He's done his teeth, right? Am I bugging? No? No, you Boy. ain't bugging. I ain't bugging, mm. you done it. No, you ain't bugging. Shout out Muggs. Love it, innit? Big up Muggs. Yeah, he said that he wanted to have a broadcaster smile. I don't know what... I didn't know what that meant until today, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, but he wanted TDA to be the best broadcaster black think- method. Love mm-hmm. that. I think you guys should go on Mark's story mm. and tell him the people in the community want to see your teeth. Say, drop a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the community. In the community. Yeah. 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 Tell him. Go on, tell him. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him. And what'd you say, my friend? I said straighten. Yeah. And you know, he, he was playing the Migo straightening song in the back. Okay. Then, he, then he wrote straightening and he was like subtly smiling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at it. Yeah, you see? Yeah, yeah. Wait, can, is the camera on my thing? Can you yeah, see it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No thought. <laughs> All right. Yeah, is that it, guys? 
It is indeed. Yeah. If you would like to inquire about the show, feature on the show, email the team the day after at thenewblack.com. Don't forget, the most important message to take from today is to join the TMB network, community.thenewblack.com. Have a great bank holiday weekend. Stay safe. Don't be fighting people. Stay away from danger. Wear your SPF. What other advice do we have for them? If you see me at Carnival, mind your business. If you see me, you spoke Carnival, mind your business. Mind your business. Mm-hmm. Put in the community that you saw him there. So the rest <laughs> nah, of us are here. I'll around. And yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. See you guys next week, Tuesday. Peace.